What's going on, my people? This is Wale from the Pregame Podcast. We appreciate your support. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please like, share, and subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, and wherever you listen to podcasts. We love y'all, and until next time, peace. Potato salad is simple. You put a little bit of relish, a little bit of mayo, potatoes, and fucking... What else you throw in that bitch? I'm not even really big on a whole bunch of relish. It don't even have to be a lot. It just be enough. Yeah, because niggas don't know how to... Niggas don't... Black people don't dose. They don't use measuring cups. Everything is sprinkle. You use your hands. I kind of got to tell you, the last time... The only time I use measurements is like... When I'm baking something out of box. Mm. That makes sense, though. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But makes still. Because that's some wild shit. Ooh. Oh, no. Good luck. It's a good luck. I'll, I'll, fuck it. I'll put it in the fridge. I'll tell you. Oh, well, you need some, right? What, Tussin? No, I can try some Tussin, some of that. Uh, Carvalejo. Where's this from? Mexico. Mexico, straight from Mexico. Si. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Si se puede. Si se puede. That means yes, we can. Pico this messy water. Third world homes. Um, but we're recording, wow. so. This is. Sipping together. 252 episodes. That is the number that we are at. Last, last time we had the blue one. Yeah, the blue bottle. That's why I kind of didn't recognize that one. But it's lit, though. We here, man. Delicioso. 252. Episode 252 <laughs> of the pregame. Wole is here. Bree is here. Cootie is here. Uh, our AKAs in order. Woda stand up. Brister Soldier. And Red Rowan. We all here, man. Episode 252. It's Friday. It's an ice rainstorm, but not really a storm because the ice is kind of trash. February 4th, Black History Month. Mm-hmm. We Black History Month. Yeah, happy BHM, man. A happy Black Future Month, because I, I do fuck with Kanye on that. Happy Black Future Month, yo. BFM and shit. I mean, not Black Family Mafia or Black Mafia. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just straight up Black Future Month. We got to start celebrating the shit that we're doing today. Not just the history. We definitely got to know our history, but we also got to start celebrating the shit that we did today. Um, How was your week, man? How was your week? She went last week because I did recall. First. I'll go first. Um, oh, you went first last time. Did I go first last yeah. week? Yeah. No, you did. I don't fucking. It don't, I'll go first again this week. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll go first this week. So, the first and foremost, yo. First and foremost. I got to say the internet is trash because y'all always try to turn nothing into something. Even though it was kind of funny and I chuckled a little bit. But I was mad that I chuckled. I'm I'm not here for y'all niggas trying to say that you don't fuck with Tom Brady because he always does some extra shit. And he knew good and goddamn well that Tuesday was Black History Month. And that's when he decided <laughs> to announce his retirement. I'm going to need all y'all niggas to fucking relax. I chuckled. I laughed. But fuck y'all because he retired on January 31st. And it was only a trending topic for three days. So I'm going to need y'all niggas to relax on that. Mm. Second, um, it was a solid week, man. It was more than a solid week. It was a really good week. But, like, 
my kids or my, my young people that I'm training, they had a teach back yesterday. So they basically had to put together a presentation of all the information that they took in and what stuck out to them for the last month for all of January. And they had to present it in front of the executive director, who's their big boss and their direct supervisor and some of the staff from the organization that they represent, as well as some other community partners that pulled up. I was about 16 people in the audience, which was a lot, including the kids. You know what I'm saying? So it was about 23 people in my office yesterday. And five of them presented out of the six because one was under the weather all week and they did a phenomenal job. Um, they showcased their different skill sets. They showcased the things that, you know, they shared the things that they took and found the most important that connected with them on an emotional and spiritual level from all of the content and the curriculum that they went through over the last month. And it was just a really good day, man. Like, um, you know, the ED is an OG of mine. He's a mentee of mine, a mentor of mine. He's somebody I look up to. And he gave them a very impassioned speech after they all finished their projects, uh, finished their presentations, and, like, thanked myself, and he thanked my boss. And he was like, I couldn't be happier with, like, with what's going on. And he was like, you you named some you named some stats, and you, said, you shared some data that I don't even fucking know. Like, he started swearing and shit, and I'm just like, Hallelujah. Because we all need affirmation when we work. We all need affirmation. We all need to be, we all need to be, we don't, we all need our supervisors and our, and our clients who hire us or whatever to say, yo, this was beyond my expectations. And he said that. And, um, I had no doubt that we weren't going to get these young folk in tip top shape and get them to a level where they were going to wow him. I had no doubt. Still, with that said, it was super freaking relieving to hear it come out of his mouth and directly be a like he was like, well, hey, thank you so much. Like, this is more than I ever expected. Rebecca, like, think, and I was like, I just bowed my head and was like, you got it, bro. Like, I got you. And they ha they have learned a lot in a month. They took a lot away into like. For a lot of them, we have one young person in the group that's 18 years old. This is his first ever job. This is his first time he ever put together a fucking PowerPoint to present to people. You know what I mean? And he struggled through it, but he finished. And those are the types of wins. Those are the types of, of, of growth. And he, like today, we do affirmations at the end of the week. We pick one word that they feel at the end of each week. And he picked proud. He was like, I'm proud. He said, I, I wrote proud of myself. I used a phrase, but like this week I did something that I never did before. And in this month, I finished something that I've never done before. Like I've, I I completed a month of something that I've never done before. And that's what it's all about, man. So I'm still riding high on this, on this group that they're keeping me on my toes. Like I've been saying the last four weeks and yeah, man, this is good. It's good shit. <sighs> Who would like to jump in and go next? Uh, that's amazing. <clears throat> that makes for a great week. I had a pretty decent week. I wouldn't say it was a bad one. Um, I went to work mm. and had the best time I possibly could. Mm. And had some parent meetings. Mm -hmm. Um, started off started playing in the hallway in the morning a black me black black playlist. Mm. Um, 
That new necklace with like Nefertiti on it. Hey. Rocking it to school. You know, kids. <laughs> Ask questions. Who's that person? Why you got that on your necklace? Okay, let me tell you why. Look it up. And it was week two of an initiative that I kind of started last week. Mm-hmm. Between last week and the week before, I was building. Actually, I've been building up to a phone. And it's week two to be able to like um, assess and see where the students' progress is. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited when we went over what we went over because it's basically we do a, it's like a weekly assessment that's like just theirs without being an assessment. It's like more like a questionnaire that allows them to see themselves. Um, so like when this happens, I react this way. Mm-hmm. When I feel this, I do this. So you see what you do. When you see, when you, when you fill in the blanks, we talk about the impacts of those choices. Yeah. So the next week, it's like, does that still apply? It's like, mm. and I encourage them, hey, I think something else applies because I've seen you do A, B, and C this week. Miss, you stalking me? No, I just pay attention. I literally get paid to watch behavior. So this is what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. And it's like so gratifying to see their growth. So I've altered my focus to be what it has always been, but I wanted to make things. I wanted people to have a lot more understanding than they did. And I had higher expectations of them than they could ever meet. So I'm like, okay, now it's time for me to just do what I want to do. Right. So it was a good week. Mm -hmm. And um, let's see. Black History Month, we got all types of stuff going on. Mm -hmm. It's exciting. We got niggas fighting over this. Happy to be black. (laughs) We got niggas fighting over the steak shortage at Golden Corral. What a way to bring in Black History Month. That sounds funny. We so. got university serving fried chicken in the, in the, in the uh, dining yeah, hall. Yeah, I've seen that. There's a lot of fuckery going on for black history. Month. I definitely yeah. seen that. It's different because they said that the the lunch lady, I guess, is the one who suggested it. Was the lunch lady a black? A black lunch lady is what they said. Um, so what's interesting about that is... She may have suggested that you guys cook fried chicken. I don't know if she suggested that you do it during Black History Month, but whatever. Yeah. Niggas wilding. It's it's one of those things where they probably had those little cut out watermelon with the drinks inside with the tequila. Yeah. So I, I was watching the um the Breakfast Club covered it. They had them as donkey the other day. Yep. And Charlamagne said that could have been a moment for them to teach the the. You're good. The um, what do you call it? The watermelon and chicken, um, negativity is a negative thing because the white man told you so. Mm. Blah 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 blah. But if we associate, we associate anything that could potentially be perceived as negative with us and perpetu- with us and perpetuate it. Even if you're trying to change the narrative, look at the N-word. Mm-hmm. That still hasn't, like, gone anywhere or done anything. But anyway. It has, though. 
If you call me a boy, I'm like going to punch you in your throat. If you call me a nigga, I'm just going to laugh. I'm desensitized to it. I'm not ashamed to say that I am. I just don't think that there's that much power in that word anymore. Because I expect white people to think about that and think about of us as those in their brain. So it, 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 when it comes out, it's like typical. I mean, it kind of opens up that uh, the story or dialogue to say, like, is it comfortable? Because we say it in the music so easily. It's like I, it's like I that that white person that's appreciative of the music and the art say the word. No, <laughs> no, you still I mean, can't. you still can't say that. like not necessarily Nick Err, but like it any, doesn't like, matter. So you any just, variation of it, you shouldn't be able to sure. say. It. However, what because what I'm saying is, what are you saying? He's not okay with the soft day. Okay. Or the hard er. I don't <laughs> want white people saying the word, but I do expect. I'm not going to be surprised if they say it. Hmm. Because they're thinking about it all the time. All the time. Right now, there's a white person thinking about using the N-word. And they could be with white people. They could be with black and brown folk. I don't fucking know. I would say... But they're thinking about it. I said, Look at white boy Nick. He says nigga all the time. Yeah. He's a bouncer over at Pasha. The only reason why I let him get away with it is because... His upbringing? He grew up around nothing but niggas. And I'm not saying that that's okay. Brian not Brian. His name is no, Nick. No, Nick. We call him White Boy Nick. But I call him Nicholas, which is fucking liars. Even, <laughs> have you met Steve that worked at the gas station on Child Street? Heavy set at guy. Mobile? Where's glasses? He don't, he's not even heavy set. Well, nah. Like, he's, he's I've been in there before. Yeah, I think you met him once. And he was like super, he was very impressed by like you and like how you spoke and like how you was talking shit back to him and shit like that. Oh, yeah. He get. I let him say it too because that's how he grew up. I don't even hear it. I bought chapstick from that. Yes, I don't even. Yeah, you bought blister. I don't even hear it when these niggas say it. I don't even hear it because literally that is who they are. Now, if a post Malone says it, I'm punching this nigga in his throat. But that's fair. That's warranted because he grew up in the sticks around no What's niggas. Most difficult about that is perception is everything, and and it's, subject, it's super subjective. Definitely affects perception. So somebody who doesn't know the people that you know that you'd be okay with using it, somebody who doesn't know it, them that well, would treat them the same way as you would treat a post Of course, I get it. And I'll tell, I'll tell, this is my thing. I'll let folks know, yo, he grew up in the, he grew up a teenager in 95. He was a break dancer. <laughs> he was around nothing but black folk. He grew up in the south side of province. Two, two, the heart. <laughs> two, two empanadas, two little Latino guys, and a bunch of Asians, and he was in a breakdance troupe. He talks like he, he talks like he grew up on hip-hop. He uses the N-word. It comes off so smooth. You don't even... Literally, like... If you were to close your eyes, and be like, oh, that's a black brother. You open... Oh, Steve, shit. he has <laughs> the dialect down. Like, he sound like a like an OG black dude. He does. Sure. I can't even explain it. Well, he said it himself. He grew up in the South Side of Prague, bro. Like, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like he doesn't sound like if if Trump were to say the N word, he sounds like a white man saying that. Facts. You know what I'm saying? But somebody like who's the coolest white man on the planet that we kind of give a pass to? <laughs> Who do you give a pass to? Celebrity past, white guy. Eminem. Nobody. <laughs> Eminem. Eminem sounds like a white dude. So Nobody. he could never say the N word. Mm. I don't have anybody that I think of giving a pass to. It's just Steve and this one. It doesn't sound like you don't hear it. It's not offensive. And that that, that is that is a gift because you can only get that 
if you were brought up around that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't feel forced. It's just like, yo, bro. Hey, (laughs) my good nigga. Yeah, basically. Clearly, you've seen him in different seasons, in different um, sunlight, nighttime, like, whatever. Because I see people, we just was talking about earlier, the person who I heard go from one to the other. One, when she felt like she was being, like... Urban? No, one when (laughs) she felt like she was being, like, professional. Mm-hmm. And one where she was like, "Oh, it's 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 us. We're doing blah blah blah." And it's like, "What are we doing?" Mm-hmm. But anyway, I just I think it's I think it's tough. That's another can of worms because it's subjective. <laughs> if you, if you learn that somebody who you gave the okay to actually had more hate than they did love for black culture. You would change your mind. I would address it. I would address it 100%. 100%. And um, yeah, that's just what it is. But with Steve, I know it's real. No, and I've seen it. It's real. I've seen him done it before. It's real. And he don't, like, if he don't tell you what he is, you wouldn't even know. Not facts. Because he does look like an off brand Puerto Rican. But he's got indigenous blood. And his father, his father was a fucking indigenous guy, indigenous man. And his mom was white as hell. Just a run-of-the-mill Portuguese lady or that, Italian lady. That doesn't necessarily... So that is, that's a different story. You have different information. Someone who you knew was like... Straight-up Italian? Yeah. If it's straight-up Italian, I'm smacking you. <laughs> because you're Italian. Italian yeah. And we already know how the uh, the pure-blood Italians, the pure-bloods, Treat the mud bloods, the motherfuckers from Sicily, because there's more sun in there, a little darker. We that, already know that, that. kind of piggybacks up. Well, no, I'm away because that's technically tied into one of our subjects. So I'm away. I'm sorry. You get to do your checking. Yeah, yeah, checking. No, um, checking. Excuse me. Plug it in. Plug it in. Um, my Cootie got some. Hey, I just want to say before he starts to check in, forgive him, y'all. He got some cutty last night. No, I did not. He didn't get no cutty last night. You didn't get no cutty. I'm the one that gets the cutty. Nah, man. It was a good week. Um, uh-huh. Especially no, no. when it ended on you some gotta cutty. See, you, had, you had to see, like, it was a good week. And it was like yeah. a, a, a lip, lip, like, tucked in. <laughs> <and> a <laughs> look down. Tucked in. It, it was a good week. It was a tucked-in lip, an eyebrow was, scratch, now he's and, and a sip out of the truly. And a sip out of the truly with that. the pinky up. I know you got like seven chapsticks in your car, nigga. Don't give me that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cut it out. Cut it out. No, it was a good week. Um, uh, Two highlights. Um, One, I didn't know I'm starting to get seasoned. And When you say seasoned, you mean washed? Well, not wash, but like season as in like good food. Like I'm starting to be like I'm starting to look scrumptious. That's what I meant by season. Oh, you're saying you're glowing up? In some the weirdest way possible. Yes. To answer your question, yes, yes. Okay. Um. Oh. Okay, bitch. <laughs> okay, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bitch. Nah, because I I I call this I call period and I apologize pool. because my I I apologize, Brie, because I did say starting. Last week, and he never called. I remember. I remember. I apologize. And I was like, "He's gonna take some time to roll into it because 
I was, I was. There's a difference between saying it objectively. No, 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 of course, no, of course. So I was giving you time. I was giving it drunkenly and doing it sober. No, shut up. Because I, <laughs> I was being I, nice. No, he said listen, it drunkenly listen. and didn't do it soberly. Like, I, I, I apologize because I, I say was. Most no, 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 no. I apologize. Not really, because um, But I will. I most definitely will reach out. Kapew, kapew. I fucked up this Put week. Put your vest up. Oh god! Duck. <laughs> I most definitely missed out this week, so I apologize exactly. for not checking. Out. Um, reason being, I say that is because because you were I, too busy getting some cutty. No, it was not. So I had reached out to our fellow pod, Mister Mister R and B Freaky, because nigga, don't put my business out there in the Mr. street. R&B, I, That's <laughs> who I used to be. I'm both that stand up now. What's wrong with y'all niggas, man? Listen. Yo, he comes out. He comes out to play. I mean, he comes no, out. No, he don't. Yes, he does. <laughs> you know what's wild? Thompson, Isaac, and Layskin create the like. They know I used to be that guy, and so when we're out and about, and I'm just living my life, minding my fucking business. <laughs> these niggas try to project their in- inhibitions on me. Mm-mm. I'm chilling. I'm minding my business. They be like, "Yo, bro, I need a wingman. I need that arm. Be freaky." They talk about it like it's a drink. So, so <laughs> it's like, here's the thing. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the person you were made the person you are today. So th- maybe they're just taking the good qualities. Man, out fuck of out of here. What? Yeah, fuck out of here. Yo, listen. No, because I'm saying like, don't be throwing me in there as I'm freaky. <laughs> you called me as one I, day one of your best friends. Finish the okay. story. Okay. Fuck. So it's a fuck. <laughs> Fuck fuck with this nigga, bro. Listen, do not, do not go right. on my name. What's wrong with this nigga? Listen, dog? listen. Well, listen. When he man. comes out, he never misses. Oh my god! Like he carries the team, like Bron in 07. Okay. <laughs> we lost the championship. It don't matter, rather, but you got to know the to the finals. I would ra- I would rather. And I seen you bring me to the finals. I can testify you brought him to the finals. And Lightskin can testify that you brought him to the finals. I brought all y'all niggas to the finals. Hey, listen, man, shit. I'm a leader of men. <laughs> but what the fuck does this have to do with All right, so my, my apologies. So, boom. Um, I'm a leader of men. What the fuck do you want me to say? <laughs> nah. So, so boom. Went to Dunkin' Donuts. Obviously, with the pandemic still going on and then mandating masks and whatnot. I had pandemic. A mask. pandemic. It's a pandemic. I had a mask on. I had my scully. Fucking panorama. And I had my glasses on. I walk in. Mind my business. I order my coffee. Boom, 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 boom. All right, cool. Pay for my coffee and whatnot. I just hear, ah, Valentine's Day. I hate it. I turn around. see a little short, you know, average height. Tenderoni and whatnot. I'm like, oh, like, I mean, love doesn't necessarily have to be about, you know, significant other. Love can be a appreciation of yourself, for those, your you know, family, so on and so forth. It's all about love in general. Everybody thinks love is all about intimacy, romance, romance the whole nine. I love everybody. Yeah, like I mean, like that's why I buy me chocolates. I mean, it's it's all about you. And I think she took heed to that because I I didn't like at first I thought she was talking to someone else. So I looked and I kind of looked around like I like she talking to me or mind you I'm still covered up so you don't only see my eyes and my beard just sticking out from the, underneath my mask. And I'm like, oh, I said what I said. And she was like, oh, you right. It does start with you. I don't know. I just have a bad luck with love, all this extra stuff. Like my, my ex-boyfriend, my baby daddy. And she goes to this whole, like, rant. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, like, that's TMI. You didn't have to explain that to me. But I just came in to get my coffee. 
So we're doing so. First of all, there's a reason why I had a tough time. <laughs> spring semesters. Because this doesn't, you just, all you do is you read this. So I'm just going to do this. Yo, and that's it. And it's just like, yo, you see my eyes and that's it. So I'm like, okay, whatever. And I explained, um, you know, like she, she had put the mask down because I guess, I mean, she, she obviously works there. I think she's in a higher position rather than store manager or assistant manager or whatever it may be. And I'm like, okay, like, you know, I said my piece. And she's like, oh, what type of coffee you got? And I was like, oh, I explained to her what coffee. She's like, oh, nah, like, throw that out. I'll make it better. Like, okay, whatever. I was like, I'm like, okay, you know, like, I'm I'm happy with my coffee. Like, I didn't take the first sip, but I know how this tastes like because I did the same thing over and over again. So she, she's like, hold on, whatever, like, give me one second. Boop, boop, boop. She makes the coffee. She's like, how do you like your coffee? Blah, blah, blah. Does this extra shit. Swivel, swivel, swivel. Takes a little stir, stir the shit. All this, like, fucking concoction and whatnot. And she was like, all right, try that one and try yours and try mine. I tried that one. I was like, God, right, this is what I'm used to. Try hers. She was bomb. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do with this coffee? She was like, oh, well, you can keep it or you can toss it out. I'm like, all right, cool. And she was like, oh, I never got your name. So I was like, oh, my first name is Thompson. What's your name? She's like, oh, I go by Nana. And I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, Nana. What's What's your name? Oh, Nana. So, boom. She's like, oh, well, I'm here. (laughs) I'm shit. So I'm like, okay, like, this is kind of weird. She's like, oh, yeah, but, like, you know, I'm here every week around this time frame. If you want free coffee, come back. Free whatever. coffee. And I'm like, okay, like, and she's like, oh, like, I'm I'm literally the assistant manager of the store, so I'm always here. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So I leave, and I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, fam, you can only see my eyes. Where was you at? I was at a Dunkin' Donuts. A Dunkin' Donuts? I ain't going to tell you which okay. one. I ain't going to tell you which one, but I was at a Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, okay, cool. So I was so... Taken back by it, I hit this man up. He didn't answer. Called me back. I was like, yo, what's up? We go, bro. Like, am I tripping? And, like, for me, it was flattering because it's just like, yo, like, I don't. He felt like a bad bitch. Okay, bad bitch, because pandemic dating is rough, my nigga. Listen, I didn't look into it. I didn't even bother indulging it. I didn't even go back. I just said, you know what? Like, this is just one and done, Dunkin' Donuts, whatever, whatever. It's like, oh, maybe she's lonely. You know what I mean, she's looking for love. Da, da, da. Both. I wish I. I I would have put a pass about it, and ain't going to be me. Looking for love so. in all the wrong places. Looking for <laughs> love. There's a song called Addicted to Love. Mm-hmm. And it, I I want to say, I got to find that song. Continue. So, so boom, that happened. And then uh, my second highlight of the week, um, I had a good conversation with one of my, my, my Spanish brother, my brothers. Um, and it was very heartfelt warming and very encouraging okay um and it's like it's a it's a point where i know it's one of those things where it's just like you just want to see people do better and then you know you see the capability of that person doing better and um from that conversation i started to do better immediately mm-hmm. um I told myself i was like yo listen i've put in three years at this position and i applied out of this position you guys are not trying to push me up. You're not letting me go to this other department. I'm going to take my talents to South Beach. So I started applying for different locations, um, different jobs that's relatively in the same field. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we touch bases as well about that. Um, I think it's just built up frustration because it's like, yo, bro, like how much, what more do you need? Where it's just like, okay, well, it's stats. Okay, cool. I give you the stats consistently. Then it's mm-hmm. like, all right, well, what else is there? Oh, well, they're not available. Well, they're, they have an opening. 
or even if they don't have an opening, can you put in a word for me? And it's like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm somebody that's treating me like a number. And it's like, nah, y'all know my name. Y'all gonna remember my name. And like, I really felt into like a Muhammad, Muhammad Ali's fight when it was like, yo, like, what's my name? And I'm throwing jabs. I'm like, nah, what's my name? Y'all saying numbers. Here's the numbers. My numbers is there. What's up? Consistently. And for okay, me, Leonidas, three hundred. For me, it it, it it pissed it pissed me off because Damn it was yeah, like it, it really pissed me off because it's like, bro, like what you kept you kept on giving me excuse after excuse after excuse, and it's like, or not even excuse, but you keep giving me tasks to do, and I keep delivering. What more do you want from me? So eventually, it's just like you know what, Tyrese, I'm about what like yo for real, like congratulations, like all right, cool. I'm not even gonna cry about it. I'm just going to move in silence and then say, hey, look, this is what it is. I'm out. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate y'all. I'm out. And, Did um, you find a new job yet or no? As of right now, uh, one spot's um, pursuing, uh, one spot's pushing me up um, outside of my current employer. And, um, what do you mean pushing you up? Well, more so like as far as like uh, moving forward with my application. Sorry. Got it. Uh, Got so it. we Got do it. have a scheduled interview uh, via Zoom. So I'm hoping they do. And I'm hoping that, you know, it's more than what I'm making now, which would be fucking phenomenal. But it's just like, yeah, bro, like, I, I hate to see it because it's like I see other staff members that are there, I, they're stagnant. And they're comfortable being stagnant because they're, like, on the verge of retiring in that apartment. Right? They're old. You know what I mean? So it's like... You're young. You can't compare yourself to Yeah. So, like, and then on top of that, it's like those that are young, it's like some already moved up. Which I'm happy for them. Like, I'm going to give you a flowers respectfully due. Yeah, you're but you're like, what about me? Yeah, that's all. It. It's like, yo, fam, it. like, oh, you talked about this person. I did the exact same thing they did. If not roughly better, slightly better. What the fuck? And it's like, I, well, I'm screaming all this noise. Well, deuces. Oh, what can we do? And, like, I hate that, like, and I know this job is going to do that because they've done it with other employees. Like, what, what can we do better? Oh, what can we offer you? You can offer me seven dollars more an hour, and they're not gonna deliver, which is crazy. Now I mean, so just say like, seven, so they can meet you at three fifty. Best I can do it three fifty, and then take the three fifty. So Move for ten, settle for seven. Of course, or five. You know, you know the rules, so it's probably gonna be five. But it's I'm not seven's pretty five. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all. Um, that's mad most high. of most definitely a life lesson. Seven extra dollars an hour. That's a lot. Shit, man. The way that you, yo, if you aggressively pursue it, some jobs will honestly do it. Especially based on what your resume is. I don't even know. My, I don't know what my shit look like. All I know is that my boss went to the bank this earlier this week and she put it in. I don't know what I'm going to get. But when I get it, I'm going to be like, oh, man, this is because it's more money for me to invest. That's mm-hmm. all I care about right now is investing. I want my stock portfolio to be at three, $3,500 before the end of this year. Hmm. That's all I can. Well, and then traveling. We gotta buy. A, we gotta book out. We gotta hit up Sammy to go to, uh, to book our JetBlue flights to Puerto Rico too. I'm gonna call him on well, Sunday. Uh, I'm gonna cross my fingers. Hopefully that doesn't show up my plan. If it does, you know I'll have to. Obviously I mean, if you if you get a new job, nigga, fuck you. I'm gonna be out there Damn. with Chris and his old ass just take, and just, his brother. Just take a shot. And Liz, take a shot for me. Oh, oh, oh. oh. Uh-huh. Nah, but real talk. I got my fingers crossed for you, brother. I, I hope you get you. a new job because I don't like I don't like to see any of my niggas stagnant. I don't like to see any of my niggas not happy. We just got news that Lex and Corey won his first Golden Gloves. Yo, match. I beat. I most definitely beat. beat the nigga up. Won by decision. Um, 
told me to hit him up. I'm, he's like, oh, I know you're doing the pod, but call me. I'm not calling you, nigga. Congrats, <laughs> congrats on your job. You know what I'm saying? I tried to call you a couple days ago to like, wish you good luck and to ask when, when the fight was, and you tried to duck me. And so that's yeah. what you get. Because uh, he didn't want to get beat up in front of company. So. Of course. And I get it. You know, I mean, he didn't want to lose in front of us, but that's we we got to support. If I bomb in front of y'all niggas, I expect y'all to be like, yo, you fucking bombed. No, facts. That's it. Right. Um, that's how we should have opened. Hell yeah. No, facts. Hell fucking yeah. But is that is that it for you? Yeah, check-ins? those those are my two check ins. Um, and I'm in my highlights of the week. Uh, Word up! I don't know what subject kind of we have online first, but um, if you don't mind, I was gonna actually jump into the whole Black History John with uh, shoot, it's something that Bray had stated. I'm sorry, I'm having a blank moment. Uh, it was stated that the well, why are you thinking about that? No, I'm trying to. The Washington Commanders was going to play the New England Patriots in the first game <laughs> of the Yo, NFL and season. That's the foremost. I hate the fucking name. It's man. a trash name. The Washington Redskins, formerly known as the Washington Redskins, and the Washington football team is now the Washington Commanders. Of Terrible. All the, of all the terms they could have picked. They didn't Arizona. try very hard. And then that their, their, their logo is trash. I. S- it's literally just commanders. That's it. On the I, titty I, meat. I still would have went amongst the lines and and the Native American heritage, but respectfully. No. I would have put. You know how New but, Orleans switched their names? But Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. I'm just saying, Kansas City Chiefs. That's respect. Put something on those lines. What are they going to do? Uh, Washington tobacco smokers? I wouldn't say that. That's just... just Washington, <laughs> Washington windblowers? No. But I'm like, yo, like, you went from Redskins? Like, that's that's a derogatory term. Excuse me. 100%. So it's like, I pay homage towards it. If you want to do Native American, do something that's impactful. Right. And in the same breath, um, fuck ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Um. With Lucky. everything, Lucky else. Someone, New Orleans that went from the Hornets to the Pelicans. That's yo. Oh, that's that's, that's the bird. That's, that's like that was a more smooth transition. That was that's oh, fire. Yeah. That's fire. Charlotte Hornets to Charlotte. Yeah. No, it went from Charlotte. Hornets to the. I went from no from from Charlotte Bobcats to Charlotte Hornets to New Orleans. To no. One from no. One from Charlotte Hornets to Charlotte Bobcats back to Charlotte. Yeah, because the Hornets makes more sense. But the Hornets, Hornets was in New Orleans at one point. Yeah, yeah, I know. There was a New Orleans Hornets. Yeah, they switched it. Um, but yeah, fuck A$AP Rocky. Um, fuck you, someone, my bitch. Wow, that's, that's, that's rude. I mean, I guess I could say congrats to my baby Rihanna. That's his baby having his baby. <laughs> my bad. Let me shut up. Yeah, mind your business, yo. <laughs> Let niggas grieve in peace. Um. Oh, shit. She's having a, a kid with one of the most light-skinned niggas of all time. He ignorant as fuck. Mm-hmm. And I hope, I hope that it work out. I don't see it working out. I think Reed was just at the wow. age where she needed a baby. And <laughs> he's the closest motherfucker possible. He is. He is. He's been a he's been a Fendi man, Fendi men ambassador and all that oh, shit. Man. Watch all his raps be trash. Are you saying <laughs> He's a pity baby daddy? I think so. Wow. I think wow. so. It's and it's not because I'm hating. 
I just want. Sure? I, I want y'all. Hate, my brother. Hey, I want y'all to. Hate, No, I'm not hating. I I know Riri, man. I know Rihanna Fenty better than she knows herself, bro. I know. I know that she's like. No, it's not for real. She's thirty. She's thirty three. She's a billionaire. She's dating a nigga that will never be as successful as her in fashion and music and entertainment, whatever. Fuck that. Uh, that nigga has limited skills. Listen. All the niggas that she dated before him have more skills. She dated a nigga that was a billionaire before this nigga. People forget about that, but he probably offered to like shit on her stomach for like half a bill and she was like nigga you're done first and foremost we better drop an album before she drops the baby she's not gonna drop an album because she don't need to she's a fucking billionaire fuck that you like yo no she's not gonna drop an album you're labeled as a nigga musician. she employed jaden smith willow smith all of the fucking dua lipa all of the asap rocky she she employed this nigga no i don't want to smoke i ain't that fucking depressed uh, fuck you, by the way. Um, <laughs> Damn. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. It's into whatever I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's crazy. She really... She really let this nigga knock her up. But I get it, yo. She's ready for a child. She wants to be a mom. Any woman that can say, if you cry over your ex and we're together, you're single. That's not a woman that I want to have a child with. You know what I'm saying? So, in that, with saying that, I sound dumb saying fuck ASAP Rocky. But I'm saying it's I'm saying fuck ASAP Rocky because I know ASAP Rocky is a cornball. Like, when we talk about fuckboys, who's a bigger fuckboy than ASAP Rocky? Three. He's top three and he's not one or two. That doesn't help. His kid. You're right. You're both right. Drake and Future. You're both right. He's number three on that list. No, Nick Cannon is just an idiot. And I don't know. That nigga gets his shit clipped. He does. He does. (sighs) Yeah, go ahead and say that was straight. Compared to ASAP Rocky. That nigga. Oh no, ASAP Rocky just got elevated because he got Rihanna pregnant. That's Facts. why he got elevated to that. Facts. Because there's no way prior to this that you would have said that ASAP Rocky is more more of a cornball than Nick Cannon. I would have. I don't like. I never. Bullshit, I never. Man. <laughs> bullshit, 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 man. Bullshit. You know what? If I'm speaking honestly, I've never liked ASAP Rocky. I only. Uh, I. I. I, you, oh, I never respected him either. I always respected Nick Cannon. Y'all know this. I just didn't like the fact he's corny when it comes to rapping. Everything else, he's fine. I've never, I've never complained about him having. And congrats on Nick for having his eighth kid for the second time. I mean, I think I locked her up twice. Yo, listen, listen. <laughs> you want to sit there and call me out? I'm, I'm gonna be messy now. Congrats! Congratulations to Nick. Oh my God! Congratulations to Kick Nana for having this eighth kid for the second time. And rest in peace to the to the young prince that was born and didn't survive. No, I do I, I don't want a piece of chocolate, darling. I'm, I'm I'd rather have some more tequila. Um, so yeah, which is crazy because <laughs> which looks good. Her boy's mad up, mad hot. Would you like to give it a fizz? Which, which is crazy because Nick Cannon went on record saying his therapist was shit, like was literally preaching that he needs to practice celibacy. 
Yeah, but he can't because he's rich and he's bored and he don't got shit to do. Um, There's so many things you can learn in life. Like he might just speak he should have learned how to speak Spanish like six Spanish. years ago. Spanish. If I was rich and I had residual income, the way that Nick Cannon has residual income, nigga, we be doing this podcast in Spanish. That's my yo. Mira. Yeah. Yes. Yo. Buenos noches. Como esta? Senorita Bri Bri. Senora Wale. Que hubo dos tandabes. Que DJ Incredible. Like, nigga, I'll be going in. Listen. We're doing this shit in Spanish, nigga. But this nigga said, out here just making kids with random women. Kids. He said he wants 10 on the breakfast club last year. No one believed it. We do it in French. Yes. Y'all some shit. Oui, oui, mademoiselle. He wants to have bad kids. I don't. If, if he's saying that, hey, look, it, we all know he can afford it financially. This is what's fucked up. Two months ago, he mourned the loss of his child. Not even two months ago. With his current girlfriend. Mm-hmm. He's got an eighth child coming by another woman. He knows his wife is still, his current, well, his current girlfriend is still grieving. So he had to apologize to all his BMs because all of them are like, oh my God, Nick, we're so sad. We're so sorry. We're so sad and sorry that you lost your baby. We know that you're such a good dad. All of them but Mariah because Mariah probably don't give a fuck. His kids with Mariah are like fucking 10 and 11. Yeah. Or, yeah, no, they're, they're, they're twins, so they're like 12. Yeah, they're 12 or 13 or whatever the fuck. No, he has three with them. He has three with her. He yeah, has the no. twins and he has another one. A little boy, right? Yeah, yeah. They have the, the boy and the girl, the fraternal twins, and then he has the boy with her. And the boy is probably, the, the youngest boy is probably like eight or nine, and the twins are like fucking teenagers. She got what? His first set of kids? His yeah. first three. First three. Yeah. The twins, bomb, which means his sperm is amazing. And then the one off. His sperm is amazing and her eggs are crazy because you need to have the, the perfect combo. And, you know, she's white, so. You know, white women always have twins. Octomom, see, you know, look who's having a baby or look who's talking or whatever fuck. White women love I got having twins on both sides of my family. I only got one. I have zero. My great grandmother was a twin. And then my father's sisters are twins. That's what's up. Like twins. Nick Cannon knew better though, so I don't feel bad for him. But like in terms of Riri, it's like I feel for what? Honestly, <laughs> you, you guys should see the <laughs> pull up for what? The, <laughs> pull up for the what? level of disgust on Lily's face. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> what? The nigga from the United Emirates was a billionaire, an oil baron. <laughs> it's not all about money. Shut up. He was handsome, he didn't smell, he didn't like shit on himself and like say it was cologne. Like this nigga had good qualities to him. You know what I mean? And I blame Chris and I blame Aubrey. Because both of these niggas had an opportunity. You know Drake unfollowed both of them, right? And he has every right to unfollow Rocky. The videos about him throwing a temper transom. Drake must be like killed me. Yo, I was rolling. Rocky's supposed to be his nigga. Fucking problems is his song. He had all of them on it. That's his guy. You gonna get my ex girlfriend knocked up? Motherfuckers send verses every day. Facts. They were in a video together. 
They were on set. Hey, listen, yeah, I'm paying you. I'm paying you for her. I'm paying you for her. I'm paying you for her. But she living in the belly now. They get in the linen, then they go on back to Kelly. Uh, like. You know what the best directors do? They make flawless videos, even with people who fucking hate each other. Cracks. Them niggas didn't hate each other. Orby, fuck with this nigga. What the, what the fuck? I gotta call him by his real name. I'm not even calling him ASAP Rocky because he's not worthy of the, uh, a name that cool. Listen. Even though it's still not he that is cool. He's so bad. He, it, that I let it go. Cool. After the first day, I let he it go. He said I let it go. I let it go. <laughs> like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? He's not even that cool, bro. Hey, bro. He's a regular he's a, he's ass a nigga. nigga that and he got, got baby braids. Like, fuck that nigga. New York nigga that got lucky. 100%. Listen, you got lucky. I'm not mad at that shit. Sure, Don't hate the player, hate the game. I know. I hate the woman for letting that nigga. You did get lucky. Cause no bullshit. I didn't think. I can't think. She had to pick him. Long. She had to pick him. I honestly didn't think it was gonna long and last long. Excuse me. I didn't think that it was gonna last long. And then lo and behold, when you see the Rakeem Athlesiaton Mayors. His name. His middle name is Trey. His middle name is Athelas Athelaston. Rakim, 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 Athelastin Mayers. Man, fuck, this is the nigga that got her pregnant. Man, I'm heated. And he got baby hairs on his braids. Who the fuck, nigga? Shit. Anyway, um, so Joe Rogan. (laughs) You really like the baby braids? (laughs) She probably is a dominatrix every time they fuck. She puts on this suit, ties him up to the bedpost, and fucks him. I guarantee you he gets pegged. Because he's a bitch. Oh, I can't believe Damn. it. This is the one. I wouldn't mind being fucked. <laughs> you want... Take you want, me, Riri. You'll let her... You'll let her Not dominatrix. You. I'm talking about you fucking... I'm me. talking about that. He's getting pegged. But anyway. <laughs> a thug-ass nigga. A thug-ass Barbadian queen like her. She's fucking him. His asshole is gaping, nigga. But anyway. Um, yeah, he's upset. So Joe Rogan... Let him, let him vent. Bad. Let him vent. Joe Rogan... Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. <laughs> he uh had two controversial doctors on his podcast with differing opinions about COVID vaccinations and stuff, and uh, had conversations with him like he always does. And people were outraged because he was saying some shit, and the doctors were saying some things about vaccines that weren't the popular opinion and weren't the the, the information that was being shared on social. And in the actual media. And so, um, music artist Neil Young, older, old ass white man who, like, I think he's like bluegrass country, maybe country rock. I don't fucking know. Was like, Spotify, if you don't take this nigga off your fucking platform, I'm taking, I want you to take my music off. And they took his music off. <laughs> and then there was another, Joni Mitchell. Uh, another artist who's a lot more mainstream than Neil Young, and was like, take my shit off. And they're like, oh no, we can't take Joni Mitchell off because Joni Mitchell gets them streams. She probably gets like a half a billion a month. So they were like, all right, Joe, you got to apologize, nigga, because we can't take Joni Mitchell off of our fucking streaming service. She's one of the artists that does all the numbers, blah, blah, blah. So Joe apologized. He sent out an apology video. I personally think it was sincere. Mm. I appreciated his tone. I appreciated his breakdown. I appreciated him explaining to the people who never listened to the Joe Rogan podcast before. There's millions of people who never listened to the Joe Rogan Rogan podcast before. I appreciated him explaining the format. 
he has conversations with everybody, anybody. And that's that therein lies the issue because you never know what your guests are going to say when you literally are talking to people that have opposing video, uh, opposing opinions from yourself, opposing views from yourself, lay on the fence, whatever, motherfuckers who've been disbarred, motherfuckers. Like, he talks to everybody. And that's the beauty and also the beast of this podcast. It's the Catch-22. It's problematic as fuck because he will literally talk about it. He'll talk. He'll have a three-hour conversation with a lawyer who's been disbarred. And then get confused when niggas is like, what the fuck are you talking about? This nigga's not even a lawyer no more. Mm. In 2022, it's all about credentials. It's all about your resume. It's all about your validity. If your reputation precedes you and it is a negative one, no one's going to listen. Joe knows this. And somehow, some way, he still doesn't. So anyway, going back to his apology, he apologized to people for um, offending people and blah, blah, blah. But he also explained, like, I have conversations with people who have opinions that go against the grain. And that is literally his podcast. So there's a lot of white men that watch his apology and are like, yeah, Joe, yeah, way to go, Joe. Good for you. All these UFC fans and all these niggas that love Joe Rogan, bang, bang, bang. Excellent. However, I am a black man. I have watched the Joe Rogan podcast since 2012. Every week? No, not every week, because... After a while, when you know the formula, I don't want to hear none of this shit. But Joe Rogan, all right, Cadillac Jack, I mean, uh, uh, yeah, Cadillac Jack, uh, Combat Jack, rest in peace, Combat Jack, first ever hip-hop podcast, ever, Combat Jack Radio, Combat Jack Podcast, shout out to Combat Jack, rest in peace, Combat Jack. Combat Jack and Joe Rogan were the first two mainstream podcasters for the niggas who didn't know, Right? And this was in 2011. This podcast was founded in 2014. Three three years after the Combat Jack podcast was a thing and the Joe Rogan experience was a thing. There were the only two people that I could look at and be like, okay, this is how that shit go. Right? So this podcast has existed for eight over eight years. Right? And the Joe Rogan experience is one of the platforms that I watched over and over again to get used to talking about random topics, interviewing people, whatever. However, going back to this situation, I knew at some point that Joe Rogan's mediocreness was going to come back and butt him in the fucking ass. <laughs> people are upset with Joe Rogan because he's saying all of this shit about vaccinations and COVID. And then black people were like, well, let us just jump in and get these receipts on how he was talking about black people back around when he started the podcast. Mm. And they found the receipts. And D.L. Hughley, who's also a comedian, who knows Joe Rogan, who's probably performed on the same night in the same club as Joe Rogan, posted some of those receipts. And not for nothing, even though these things are nine to ten years old, it's pretty disturbing. This nigga said he went to go see a movie, and the movie was Planet of the Apes. But when he got to the theater, the the theater was Planet of the Apes. Well, mm. really surrounded by apes. 
And he said that in front of Joey Diaz, a Latino, Italian-looking fat nigga. He just leaned out the camera. He, bruh, he was like, I don't want to know. <laughs> this is 11 years ago. When he first started talking, he was leaning to the And then like, a, black, a, black, a black guest on his podcast was like, hey, I'm black and I'm white. And he said, oh, so you got the best of both of us. You got the white brain and the black physique. What? Joe Rogan. This is Joe Rogan 11 years ago. Both of those things happen on his podcast. You go on Twitter, you go on IG, you'll see the video. I'm not making this shit up. He said that. That's a real thing. So when he apologizes, I believe that he was just saying the apology. But then when I see all this other shit, it's like, you're kind of a piece of shit. And rewinding it, bringing it back. Never, ever fucking forget that Joe Rogan is a white man, a conservative white man who is a millionaire. Spotify alone gave him $100 million. Guess what, y'all? He was worth 35 before they even wrote the check. He been rich. He been good. But because of who he is and who he has aligned himself with in our community, we have given that man a pass because he is such an amazing commentator on the UFC, the most violent sport there is today. And we love watching motherfuckers get kicked in the face, choke the fuck out on their back or whatever, punch in the throat. We love that. And we love Joe Rogan, Ariel Hawani. No, not Ariel Hawani. Fucking the other, the other Jew nigga. And <laughs> we're going to talk about Jews later. And then uh, Daniel Cormier. We love hearing them talk about that shit, yo. We love hearing them break down the fights. So we let a lot of shit go. And we forget that he's a 50-plus-year-old white man. Ugly one at that. Joe Rogan is not handsome. With fucked-up teeth. He looked like he's been smoking cigarettes his whole life. And he's conservative as fuck. And now he's got a $100 million contract from Spotify. So, come on, man. Like, what did y'all want? Bree, react. There was a lot there. It was a lot. I, was I can tell you didn't know about you didn't know, know about, about the second part. Did you know about the black dude with the the black dude who was like I'm half and half? I didn't know about that. One. Yeah, because your face said it. I didn't know about that one. Yeah. I knew somebody put together all the times that Joe Rogan has said the word nigga. I didn't even watch that, and I don't. I don't care. Like again, but that, I just came across it because you had shared it, and then I shared it. You sh- because when you shared. Um, with us, the whole thing about Joe Rogan. Oh, it like popped up. It, it was like a trending. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. seen that video with India Ari that they had a compilation of all the time said it. And it's all in different contexts. Like different words before, different words after. Like just. I didn't even watch that, but I didn't need to. All I need to know was that this nigga wasn't. Like, people who are thinking about sports, I think that they would. People who are thinking about sports, I think they would give Joe Rogan a pass, but I don't think that females in general have been giving Joe Rogan a pass. Women? Yeah. I I agree with you. I'm inclined to agree with you because his last stand-up when he tried to like roast millennial women, it was kind of whack. And he caught flack over it. I mean, it didn't last, but Feminism shit never cancels somebody completely unless y'all have raping them. If you're just saying some shit, it doesn't matter. But the 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 melanin shit will always the microscope is ten times bigger every time. Every single time. 
Continue. I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. I just. <laughs> I just. My feel nigga, like, high and drunk. She dry. <laughs> she dry as fuck. I, she drunk and high. Feet are out. Boots are on the floor. Got got some dick coming after me and coot leave. No. Mm. You cut that nigga off already? <laughs> My bad. I don't want to give you business this, on the podcast. I'm going to leave her alone. 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 Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> this is an old school jam that you can bust. <laughs> you can move your bro. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> now spread positivity, no negativity, and this is the remedy to change your community. Why do you know what? Hey, cuz nigga, I used to love Dontainment. Yo, rest in peace to Dontainment. Y'all niggas used to be good. Now you get like less views than us on your fucking podcast. On IG at that. Tay beat up his girlfriend, they kicked him out. And then they started replacing Tay with random people that were also YouTubers and doing confessionals and confessionals are trash. And that's that. I don't none of them are in anything notable. They don't act in anything great. Like they're just they're topped out. That's why the pregame gotta be better. You know what I'm saying? That's why I gotta continue to be messy. No lying now. And I ain't from my team in me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Ain't nobody coming to see you, Bri-Bri. <laughs> Go ahead and finish your shit, man. Okay, yeah, because I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm drunk, man. I'm drunk. Yeah. I'm about to go wherever I go. I, I might go to I might go to Troop and just order a drink and just watch the DJ struggle to make the crowd dance because niggas is cold. <laughs> I don't know what I am talking about, but I am going to do it. I am going to do it. Come on, man. Noses. Do it. Niggas, you got to talk. It's her time to talk. It's a duck. Do it. Nah, it's too late. You got to talk, nigga. Go ahead. It's a duck. What are you talking about? Um, yeah. Anyway. Mm. Joe Rogan. Yes. He doesn't give me good vibes. So I don't support her shit. Word. Mm. That's where it's a road joking. What else? Um, not surprised. Word. What else? Um, what else? Um, I think we have a chance to make real change. I was listening to India Reed speak, and she was like, "She has a podcast too." No, no. She the video that supported like. The two oh, videos you sent, then gotcha. I watched a video it morphed that she into, did about that. Got it. So, shout out to India, right? She's amazing. She was like, we have the power to, like, flex. Like, what if, if all black people took their music off of Spotify? Spotify, majority of their listeners come from black people. Finish. It's true. So, if that's the case and we all just boycott, our business has power. Hell yeah. One trillion dollars in spending power. I think we all need to understand that, though. And that's the problem. We all don't understand it. That's a fact. So, I've been done with Spotify. I got title. 
I don't fuck with Spotify. <laughs> um, you tell motherfuckers, yo, go black. I got Spotify. I have Tidal. I have both. Listen, it's a more seamless listen. listen shout out Spotify. to Sprint T-Mobile for paying for my Tidal. Word. Sprint Mobile. They pay for a lot of shit. Niggas got money out here, bro. They pay for a lot of shit. All they got to do is buy their phone from the company and they're going to take care of the rest. You know what I mean? To, for them to pay for everything, though, all you got to do is pay attention. All they right. send emails. It got to say the right things in it. When it says the right things in it, okay, add me in. Because you know what that setup is? If you get people to get something for free through their phone company for however long, chances are they're going to be customers because they become accustomed to using it or having it, etc. So that's what and they don't want to think about it. That's what they're betting on when they do it. Because if we give it away for free, we're not losing any money because we're, we're doing it regardless. Word. We end up making more money in the long run if we do it this way. Yep. Here's the thing: if it's free, it's for me. I never lie. But it ain't free. You paying for it somewhere? In some somewhere I probably am paying for it. But guess what? Small percentage. Yeah. With the way that inflation is looking, if I, I if I have a base pay, base price for something, and then free options come along, and I take advantage of like four free options, I'm okay with it. Word. No, I got you. I I will say this to uh, Joe Rogan. Um, what do you say about Joe Rogan? <laughs> Good. I well, unfortunately wasn't able to watch the clip, but basically, no, you watched the first clip. You didn't watch the apology. Oh, excuse me. But you didn't need to because it was trash. Um, didn't know that from on the wall. I remember Joe Rogan from Fear Factor. I can hold you. Um, didn't know he was a piece of shit. Sounds like he's most definitely a piece of shit. But give him white boy some money, they're gonna be ten times worse. So, uh, it's fucked up, and it's one of those things where, like, I'm sure he says nigger at the dinner table comfortably. Yeah, <laughs> like, look at this nigger. I mean, Izzy Adesanya <laughs> won the world title. Like, wait, what? Like, he'll never slip up like that. Nah, I know, but like, that's not anymore. I, that's he, de- he grew. I mean, he probably grew, but he said what he said. That's wild to say, hey, you get the best of both worlds. That's wild. To, to a black that. man. A, you get the pl- white man's brain and you get the niggas. I, know, body. Pl- I didn't and know that. Athleticism. So, like, immediately when you said that, me and Brie looked at each other like, what, what? Like, nah, that's cat. Like, nah, it's on record and you can still look at that. He said shit. it, bro. Go on D.O. Hughley's Instagram. It'll make you. It'll make you sad that you ever rooted for this. I'm, I'm glad that our, I never did, but still. Yeah, I feel mean, I'm, I'm glad. Uh, you know, those and like deal like people in that particular uh, people in that platform like deal Hughley was like, yo, listen, like I work with this guy. This is not safe. I mean, well, Dio Hughley got the video from the internet, and that's the thing about the internet. We're gonna do yeah, our yeah, research. Yeah, yeah. We always do our due diligence. They researched this nigga and they made sure they found every incriminating video and they put it together, nigga. The nigga shit, I didn't even watch that. That was enough. When you sit there and say you about to go to a movie and the movie is Planet of the Apes, the reboot, the reboot with Mark Wahlberg in the two thousands, and you go to the theater and you say, nigga, I ain't have to, you. You say, man, I ain't even have to watch the movie. We were in Planet of the Apes. We were in Africa. Everybody in there was black. What? You said that in 2003, you stupid motherfucker. And then you're going to sit there for a black comedian guest who's biracial. I'm half and half. 
Oh, so you're uh, half white, half black. So you got the white, the white brain, black physicality, athleticism, best of both words. Nigga, what? No, I don't have to hear him say that word. I already told y'all at the beginning. I know that white people think this word more than they think I love you to their fucking kids. They're just thinking it's, nigga. It's, it's crazy. Nigger. Because it's like, y'all like... Nigger. Sigger. That's a sick. That's how they think about it. Nigger. Need black people nigger. to... Somebody, a white person calls them a nigga, you call them a nigga back. No, call them a crack ass cracker and then punch them in the throat. That's like... And like, and it's crazy because I'm sure in his mind it's like, it's just jokes. No, it's not jokes. He ignorant. He ignorant as fuck. And... He got niggas like Dave Chappelle, Donald Rollins, Kevin Hart, all these motherfuckers, Chris Rock, all these niggas that like comfort him and like put their arms around him and keep him protected. But nah, you're done now, bro. If you have black listeners on your pod on Spotify, 500 okay? that shit's down to like. Was they okay with him saying nigga? They were never okay with him saying nigga because he never said nigga on the podcast. Not in 2021 or 2015 to 2022. I would hope not. His listener and viewership is going to go down. If we look at the numbers from this week to next week, it's going to go down. People of color are not going to fuck with him as much anymore. They're only going to fuck with him in one arena because he's not even a good, he's not even a funny comedian. Have you ever tried to watch uh, Joe Rogan stand up? Before special. I got mad at him this he had, week, he, I, has, he had a special on Netflix. He has three of them on Netflix, and they're all bad. I didn't get the all he talks about is getting high on shrooms. His stories about his kids are not like Kevin Hart's. That's really a skill. Like black people tell stories about their kids better than white people. That's a thing. That's a real thing. I'm standing on it. I'm double down. This is page that I really love. It's like, <laughs> bro, it's like, the truth though. The path of like parenthood or something mm-hmm. like that. Dog. And he, the way he explains, he's like, "Who's he? The black dude who runs the, the page? The, yeah, the black." We tell we tell stories about our kids better than white folk, hands down. Uh, and that's like he's just not even that funny of a stand up. But the fact that he gets to exist in all these different worlds, even though he's mediocre, it's a just it's just tenure. He's been there long enough, so it's like, all right, you've been here twenty years. We're just gonna let you be here. You know what I'm saying? But, like, he's not a funny stand-up. He's not funny to me. A lot of niggas love Andrew Schultz, the nigga who does the brand idiots and stuff. I hate Andrew Schultz. I think he's one of the most overrated motherfucking humans on the planet. Double down in terms of stand-up. This nigga, Udi, loves him. I'm like, how? I love Schultz because he be... Okay, all right, whatever. Chris love him. Why? Oh, because... he is an arrogant Jew. Nothing more, nothing less. Nothing he says is funny. He gets to talk the way he talks because he's a white man. Period. But anyway, I'm going off topic like a so, motherfucker. To piggyback off that, because I'm glad you said that. So, when I was saying, like, I wanted to say something earlier, how we were saying, like, some people got to pass. Uh, earlier, we talked about two individuals that we, we collectively know, saying, like, you know, they get passed. Steven Reno and White Boy Nick. So... It reminds me of, I want to say four episodes ago, roughly, mm-hmm. if memory serves me correctly, how you were saying, no, matter of fact, this is when Bree did her stand-up, and, uh, not stand-up, excuse me, Bree did her poetry. That was and two months had, ago. We had talked about it, and um, and so, so that's more than four episodes, so my apologies, wrong count. Um, 
we would say like how Jews like kind of want to like, oh yeah, like I understand the struggle. Like, you know, like. Were we talking about Jews or white people? We would say more so Jews because some of the, like, the. I think we were talking about white people in general. Were we? I could have said it was Jews. It was white people. You sure? White people trying to be empathetic when they can't because they're white. No, I could have sworn it was Jews when I was like, oh, because like, we'll let you run like, with that narrative. It was Jews. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm, I'm. I, I oh, finish your thought. So, um, I believe, I believe it was Jews. I could be wrong, and I apologize. Finish your thought. With so, it was more so with the. <laughs> finish your thought. I hate you. With so, you were saying that um, how Jews are trying to correlate with black culture, where it's like, oh, well, I understand being oppressed. I understand, you know, the genocide, the whole nine, and they're trying to try to connect it. Mm-hmm. Do you fall? Do you feel like that kind of falls in line, or no? With this ish, not with the, not with Joe Rogan, with the Whoopi situation, yes. That's so where I, that's, that's why I was trying to transition. Yeah, so, so you're so trying like, to change. So okay, well then, if you're gonna do that, then just bring in the whole topic, nigga. Tell them what happened. So, Mister Whoopi Goldberg, Miss. Uh, What's your take on Joe Rogan? My Joe Rogan, I could like he's a piece of shit, probably. He said it. He went first. Yeah, it's a piece of shit. Like uh, I mean, like I, I unfortunately I didn't watch the 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 second clip, but like, and then you didn't need to. The apology like, was, was it was sincere, but it was off it was because he's also like a, a known Trump supporter, no? I don't even know. He's a known whatever. He's like but on the line. Is he not? He never takes a stance. I don't know. No, he never takes a stance. I said like he's like oh I float. I agree with everybody. Everyone has an opinion. He's a fucking idiot. Go ahead, man. With uh, Miss Whoopi Goldberg, uh, I believe it was this week. Um, she, Monday on the View. She was uh, suspended for two weeks on the View, uh, without pay, which is uh, what two hundred fifty k. Two hundred ninety thousand. Nine two hundred ninety thousand. I, I shorted it. I, I shorted it by forty k. Nigga, if we got that, if all three of us got that, all our all our debts are paid, right? Bruh. Off top, and then we're in Cancun somewhere, but ass, you're not gonna get me to wear clothes for at least three days. I'm walking around ass naked, dad body and all, nigga. The staff is going to have to kick me out, but they ain't going to be able to because I'm going to have 15 racks in my ass crack, and I'm just going to give niggas $100 a piece because I know the pesos is low. You know what I'm saying? I'm wildin', son. In two weeks, he makes more than every nigga on this street. It's a long-ass street. This street go from Cranston to Prive. You're walking around ass naked and crack goods. Yo, man. I just fight. I ain't even gonna hold you. I'm going to the back. I ain't gonna hold you. I just fight. Listen, I'm sorry. I don't mean it does adults, but I have to ask. Have to ask me what? Was your death paid? You go to Cancun. Are you walking around Cancun, ass naked in the resort? Not giving one single fuck. I'm trying to rent out the whole resort. Simmons. Say less. Um, I don't know about the ass naked part about the resort. I'm just trying to run out the hose. But I will probably be drunk morning, noon, and nights following to the next day. Um, I need you to understand something. <laughs> I would be. I'd just be. Just be? <laughs> just be. Like, just. What I feel like doing today? I feel like sleeping again, right? Uh, I feel like I feel like getting up and walking everywhere I want to go. Cause I realized, mm. like, I went on one vacation that was 
like off continent. Mm -hmm. And when I went to that off continent, like vacation, mm -hmm. I wanted to do what Locus was doing. Mm. Fair enough. But let me tell you something. What do you say? Four seventy-five. So no, he said two. So two hundred and ninety k. That she was. Yes, I said two fifty, but I shorted it by four forty thousand. Two ninety. Okay. We're just setting up an account. <laughs> We're setting up an account. We're getting air wrap so, money. Take, take, take. So yeah. I'm setting up an account, right? Mm -hmm. And it's gonna pay my student loans while I'm working in a nonprofit sector. Mm -hmm. And then it's gonna have enough to cover that debt. Mm -hmm. And then when the tenth year comes, and they ask for the tax money on it, I got it because mm -hmm. I got enough in that account, and then I put whatever's left over back in my account. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna live my life like normal. So less. Um. So the. <laughs> and I appreciate you sharing. Uh, I have so, a rental car every day. <laughs> that I'm gonna lie to you. This thing is an ass. But I'm sorry. So the subject at hand, Miss Whoopi Goldberg had um, mentioned the Holocaust. She said that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the Holocaust, I believe, and the court. She said it was, wasn't about race. It was it, about evil. It, it was about evil. White. She said it wasn't about race. <coughs> it was about evil. White men being humans being evil. evil. White men being evil to other people. Human on human stuff. Mm hmm React. I'm sorry. Alright, that I, I gotta hear one at least one of y'all before I react. I'm sorry, I gotta at least hear one. Just to kinda like Set my thought. You got to hear one, so you want to steal our shit. No, no, no. It's not about stealing. You want to steal our no, no, tape? No, 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 no. So I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll go first. No, you don't have to go first. No, no, no. I'll don't worry first. about it. I got you. It's. I got you. All right. I got you. So most of the Jews, including bitch ass Andrew Schultz, are like, oh, you know, this narrative that continues about Jews not being race and da da da. It's not a fucking race. Jews are a religion. Judaism. Jerusalem, you niggas is Jew. It's a religion. It is a religion. It is a religion. Unless you grew up in Palestine, it is a religion, nigga. You are a part of the Jewish. Jewish. It's it's a fucking religion. To make my point all the fucking way with no confusion. All right, here we go. The major divisions of the human race, right? Human race is defined as a group of people with certain common inherited features that distinguish them from other groups of people. All men of whatever race are currently classified by the anthropologist or biologist as belonging to the one species, the human race, also known as Homo sapiens. However... If we want to get scientific about it and break it into divisions, here you go. Most anthropologists recognize three or four basic races of man in existence today. These races can be further subdivided into as many as 30 subgroups, if you so choose. But again, bringing it back to the beginning, 
the very first one, the human race is one fucking race. They're telling you right now, anthropologists are explaining to you, if you want to break it into three or four groups, here is what it is. The three races as follows. The top three, Caucasian races. That's Aryans, white supremacists, Hamites, Semites. Semites are the Jews. That's, there you go. If you want your little race classification, there you go. Second race classification, Mongolians. Northern Mongolian, Chinese and Indo-Chinese, Japanese and Korean, Tibetan, Malayan, Polynesian, Maori, Micronesian, Eskimo, American Indian. That is the third major subdivision of race. If you want to go there, if you want to go there. And the third is Negroid races. Negroid, African, Hottentots, Melanesians, Papua, Negrito, Australian Aborigine, Dravidians, or Sinhalese. Those are the only three races. Where do you see the Jews in there? It doesn't say Jew, it says Semites. When you are somebody who is mad at the Jews like a, a like a Hitler, Adolf Hitler worshiper, they call you an anti-Semite. Why? Because the Semites were mother, they practiced Judaism. So if you want to sit there and talk about race, and you want to say, this person's racist, they're my nigga. If you wanted to break it down into the divisions, there's Caucasians, there's Mongolians, and there's Negroids. And it's perfect because Mongolians are anyone who's Asian. Negroids are anybody who is descendant of black, Caribbean, fucking Puerto Rican, Costa Rican, Colombian, Dominican, not Jamaican, Antiguan, African, don't matter. Those are the Negroids. And anybody who the fuck is white is Caucasian. Those are the three main fucking subdivisions of race. And then underneath all of those, you got the Irish. You got the ethnicities. The ethnicities come in there. So when Whoopi Goldberg says the Holocaust wasn't about race, it was about evil from man. She is right. Because that was an Aryan who is Caucasian. Hating and murdering over 6 million Semites who are also Caucasian. I was not going to come and do this fucking topic without my receipts, nigga. I was not going to do it. This is this is a fucking. This is a, 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 a what is it? A annotated, annotated research dissertation breakdown <laughs> of race. From Tennessee State University in Texas. It's a combination of a bunch of smart ass professors. But I just so happened to find it on TSU's fucking website along with Texas. You know, I'm Texas Southern. This is this is the this is the pedagogy y'all like to use. This is the language you motherfuckers like. This is real academia. This is what it means. This is what it looked like. I had to pay to download this. This is what it looks like. It don't matter. It was only five bucks. It don't matter. I got it. We make money. We make money. And just so we're clear, even further, this whole concept of just the three subdivisions of race, 
the Caucasian, Mongolian, and Negroids. This was this was developed in 1885. What happened in 1885, Olay? What the fuck happened in 1885? What are you talking about? Why is that number significant? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the fucking Berlin Conference? When the Portuguese, English, Belgian, German, Spaniards, French, and the other niggas, they just said, you know what? We're going to cut up Africa. We're going to take what we want. That's when this shit started. So I want to hear a fucking thing about Jews being a race. They are a religion. And if they are a race, the motherfuckers who persecuted them and murdered them, genocided these motherfuckers, were in the same race. So there's no racism. Not one Mongolian murdered a Jew. Not one Negroid murdered a Jew. So just so we're clear on the semantics, since niggas love semantics, not one person from the other two races, air quotation marks, put their hands on a Jew. That was all done by the Aryans who are part of their so-called race. And if we're talking about race, holistically, there's only one. Homo sapiens, the human race. We are all people that are divided based on our ethnicity. And that's it. But if you want to get technical, if you want to do that academic, academic, academia, school bullshit, there's Caucasians, Mongolians, and Negroids. Not one more, not one touched the Jew. They might have fucked a Jew or two since 1885. Procreated with them niggas. Not one of us executed one of these niggas, though. Fuck are y'all talking about? So for Whoopi to get fired over these... Listen, here's what... She got fired. She got suspended. Well, suspended, whatever. She got suspended. Here's what it is. The bitch in charge of ABC, she's a Jew. Jewish people want to be slaves so bad... It's like all they think about when shit like this comes up. Same shit happened to Nick Cannon and we came on here. I came on here and I fucking cooked him because I'm like, you don't even know all of the information that you're talking about. You're literally, I can tell that you're regurgitating something that you heard somebody who's smarter than you say, whether it was on a podcast, whether it was in a speech, whether it was on an audiobook. I can tell that these are not original thoughts. That's part of the reason why Viacom got you the fuck out of here. Took off while and out and fired you, nigga. Gave you the boot. Well, Whoopi said is not that. She's royalty. Let's be clear. I want educated. There's about eight people in Hollywood that have an EGOT. Eight. Total. Regardless of race. She's one of the eight. Do you know what the EGOT is? No, I do not. Do you know what the EGOT is? What's the EGOT, Bree? The ego is like the four awards. So hey, break it down it's a, by letter. It's an Emmy, uh-huh. a Grammy, uh-huh. an Oscar, uh-huh. and a Tony. Bomb. She's one of eight individuals. At least one of each. That has all four. All four. She's royalty. She's been in Hollywood over three decades. She gets suspended. Loses almost 300K for this nonsense. For her speaking the truth. I get it. The Jews had it bad during the Holocaust. 
Those are the four main awards for like visual arts. For everything. Because Emmys for TV, right? Grammys for music. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not necessarily Grammys aren't necessarily visual, but yeah. yeah. Grammys are for music though. Yeah. Yeah, but they're all like so for the for the seven, entertainment industry, those are the only four that you can get. Stage, television, music, audible, movie. Silver screen. It, 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 it don't even fucking matter. She's one of eight that has all four that's still active. She was in the color purple, my nigga. She got suspended because she was talking about Jews being murdered as not racist. What? What does that do? <laughs> oh, because y'all niggas react, man. I'm done. I'm <laughs> done talking. I already, I already, I hit niggas with the with the truth bars. I have that document saved to my fucking laptop, and it's over twelve pages of bars, real science. If y'all really want to get into it and go, oh, well, whites and race. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Aryans, Hemites, and motherfucking Semites. So white people were prejudiced and murdered other white people within the race of Caucasia. Whatever the fuck you want to call it, because it's not a place. Suck my whole dick. Well, Bri-Bri and Thompson, take that shit over. The reason why I want one of y'all go first is because, <clears throat> one, it really does pay, like, you know, it's not a racist religion. That's, like, literally the nail on the head. And, honestly, I think they wanted to make an example of her. It's like, hey, listen, you could talk this much shit, but once you cross this line, nah. Yeah, same thing they did with Nick Cannon. Nah, Kick man. Like, I think it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, y'all could talk y'all shit on this platform, but because we run the show, we're going to make an example of you. And I don't think a lot of people or producers don't know the power of media. And I'm sure if she comes back, they're probably going to, one, try to make her apologize on air about her, her, her actions or her, her statement. Or two... She's going to just say, fuck y'all. I'm going to say what I need to say, and then I'm out permanently. Mm-hmm. Personally, I would love for her to get her bag. I'm sure she can get her bag somewhere else. I want her to come back on air and be like, yo, for all producers, mm-hmm. for people that was that staff that had any deal with my suspension, I said what I said, and this is my truth. Facts. Judaism is a religion, not a race. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really what they got mad at her for saying. But because it's, it, it here's. Go ahead. Continue. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead, Queen. I'm not. I want to go ahead, go ahead, please. I just feel like because they didn't agree. Like if you equate for some people, if you equate being Jewish to a religion versus a race, you make it. They said mm-hmm. about man's hate for man. Mm-hmm. Man's this taste of men mm. and when that happens it becomes like a different type of issue it's a moral issue and then people want to play the struggle olympics of like i struggle <laughs> more i struggle more i struggle more i love when you say struggle and olympics <laughs> it should never be that it's not a comparison mm-hmm. if nothing else i think that statement is true because it's beneficial to us in terms of how we unite. I think to piggyback off that thought, I feel like the whites or those that practice Judaism 
is their way of saying like, oh, we understand slavery. Well, we understand oppression. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. There we, are people who are Jewish who are black. Yes, crazy. Nigga, there's black Russians, there's black Jews. Crazy. It's not. And it's a religion. No, no, I know, but it's like, it's crazy because it's like, yo, like how can you how can you correlate religion with legit oppression? <laughs> like, oh, I understand your ancestors. Yes, but there was a cat. All, all like, Muslims are not black, bruh. Which is wild. Which all, is all wild. Christians are not white. But yeah, I understand. I understand your struggle. I can relate. My my yes, I, it's unfortunate that your father, your your grand, no, excuse me, it's unfortunate that your grandparents or your great grandparents got killed in the Holocaust. Understandable, but that has nothing to do with race. It was literally whites against whites. I had green eyes, you had blue eyes, you had to die, cause I had green eyes, or I had to die cause I had green eyes, you had blue eyes. You had to have blue eyes with blonde A hair. Blonde hair. This nigga had dark hair with What's blue eyes. What's funny is that's essentially what. Um... Jane Elliott? Yes. That's what she says. Which is fucking wild. Dr. Jane Elliott. That's exactly what she says. Who's Jane Elliott? Mm -hmm. She's this elementary school teacher who wanted to see change and started with her students in the classroom and the way that they were reacted to just being ignored on a day, um, on a daily basis, spoken to without the highest level of respect, like those types of things. When she got to like the college level, it started to like really bother them, and they banded together. This is an injustice. This, 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 that. And it's like you haven't even experienced half of what. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I, maybe I'm saying nigga, that's a whole actress. You said Jane Elliott. I'm sorry, Doctor Jane Elliott. Okay, there's a difference. We talked about the, her on this pod before. She's old. She's very old. She's like 85. This person. She's dusty. Okay, copy. That was the first picture that came up. My my changed it. You spelled it with one T. No, I just didn't put the doctor. <laughs> Continue. Like, it gave me a whole different Jane Elliott. I'm sorry. Continue. But thank you. Bree, bree. But like. We're arguing that the stupidest form of separation is skin color, and you're like, wait, 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 but what about us? Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. That's like saying that, you know, uh, German shepherds that are more brown should be, are different from German shepherds that are all black. Like, (laughs) what the fuck? Yeah. Doesn't make sense. We get married, buddy. It's like blue nose versus red nose pits. Like it doesn't make sense. Doesn't. To their eyes, it does. Um, some ignorant shit. Yeah, I mean. And the crazy part about it, you, you know, you talked about what was that last thing that you talked about? Um, the compromise amongst European countries. Yes, Berlin Conference. Berlin Conference. The Berlin Conference included all of the countries that participated in slavery. All seven of them. Major powers at the time. Spain, Belgium, UK, Portugal, uh, France. I'm missing two. Uh, America wasn't a thing. Were we a thing? Was it mainly... I think we were in there, too. Was it mainly European countries? 
no? No, it was seven. It was all the seven world powers. Gotcha. Hey, America was in there too, but we were a baby, nigga. I'm telling you, we were a baby. And this took place roughly. Hold on, I got you. It's 1885. It wasn't 17 nothing. God damn, nigga, you good? One more bless you got. That's between you and God. Yeah, fact. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> yo. Okay. I'm just saying, yo. Les, you got to take it over him. <laughs> we in there at many. Yes, there you go. It was Austria, Hungary, Belgium, Denmark, France, Germany, Great Britain, Italy, the Netherlands, Portugal, Russia, Spain, and Sweden. You mean the same way they did to America? Yeah, facts. And they just carved it up. They did whatever the fuck they wanted. And they were like, yo, uh, Belgium was like, yo, we going to take the Congo. Actually, nah. French, y'all want the Congo? Yeah, we'll take the Congo. We're going to take right below the Congo. And we're going to take Madagascar. And we're going to take Togo. Like it's uh, Togo. Like, they're, they're wilding. They just did whatever the fuck they wanted. And um, Niggas was trying countries like Pokemon cards. Bro, that's exactly what they did. They were like, nigga, you got a Charizard? I'll give you $200 billion. <laughs> 200 million and, and some and silver. <laughs> exactly. $200 <laughs> million. How much they, silver you they want? They make contracts. $200 million over the span of the next 1,500 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, years, basically. Mm. It's crazy, They made payment plans. Facts, <laughs> facts, facts, facts. But anyway, um, I stand with Whoopi. I stand with the queen. I stand with the OG, the legend. That shit is stupid. Jewish is not a racist of religion. Here's the thing. She, she also clarified what she said in her apology. So I know. I know. Yeah. I'm kind of frustrated at the fact that she hasn't given an apology. I they said, they, ABC said, if you apologize, you're good. I would rather And they still her, suspended her. I would rather have Raggedy her bitch. not necessarily give an apology, but education. Where it's just like, hey, look. She don't need no education. No, not you, not her per se, but just she don't. But like in her apology, she had to educate. Don't apologize. You were right the first time. She likes doing the view. I know. She's the her and Joy Behar are the two original cast members of that show. Fuck that. And now allegedly she wants to quit, but she ain't gonna quit because she's fucking whoopy. She's gonna she's gonna ride it out. It's a bad L. It's an unnecessary L, but we get it. We it's know how white people are. Public perception. I hate That's that what it shit. Is. Fuck that. It's a change in public perception for some, it's for the better. For you some, got, it's for you the get worse. mad because it's But the for truth. a lot of people, it's for the worse. And that's okay. And I told the truth. Tell the truth. Tell All right, the truth. Let's move on because we got two more topics before we can get the fuck out of here. So, Zayla Avant Garde, who is Zayla Avant Garde, who is the winner of the 2021 Crips National Spelling Bee was on Inside the NBA on Players Only Night, which is Tuesday of this week, with Shaquille O'Neal, Candace Parker, uh, no, Candace, no, Candace R. Owens, and uh, Dwayne Wade, and Adam Lefko's punk ass as the host. And she put each one of the players through different tests. She put Shaq through a spelling bee. She made Candace do some simple math. And she asked Dwayne Wade some trivia. Was it trivia? No, she had Dwayne Wade do some uh, basketball, basketball tricks. Yeah. That he couldn't do with because, yeah, yeah, and her fifteen-year-old melanated young princess slash queen in the making ass had all of them shook. Shaq 
failed the spelling bee. <laughs> and said, I was I was just practicing. Yep. I was just I was just joking he, with y'all. He, you know I like to joke. He misspelled the word three times and then <laughs> said he was practicing, spelled it right the fourth time, and then when she gave him the actual word that she knew he, he couldn't spell, he fucking tapped out. Then she gave Candace some simple math. Asked her to do two digit a two 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 digit math problems in her head. She got it wrong by like a good three sixty. It was pretty bad. And then she gave Dwayne Wade the task of juggling basketballs on the ground by dribbling. And he knew he couldn't do it, so he made fun of it. And he had them awful cargo pants on. I don't know what the fuck those shits were. But anyway. High water cargo pants. React, guys. How did y'all feel about that? Um, My little sis, Zayla Avangard. Her future is very promising. Uh, for her to be on that platform, as young as she is, and the fact that, respectfully so, there's like, hey, look, you could count on me, you could count on her, and you could count on him to be there for you. It's mm-hmm. it's It lets me know that, like, black excellence is being taken care of, respectfully. Oh, for sure. And, and you know Shaq mean it. Yeah. Bruh, he mean it for him and prior, them, because he'll pay for them prior, to follow through. Prior to, That's why I love Shaq. Prior to the video, which is crazy, Shaq had went to a store. A son and a mother. I wanted to, I also want to like, say... Was oh, it I, the same day or the same week? I think it was the same week. Shaq does his all the time. I want to say it was the same week. Son and the mother was arguing because he wanted to pay a sneakers. Shaq was just walking aimlessly and was like, hey, look, what sneakers you want? Pick them out, I'll pay for it. Told the mother, was like, you know what, I'm going to pay for all his school. Respectfully so. I was like, okay. Yeah, that was two weeks ago. And I like she started felt, but even but even then. It's no, like, I feel you. No, no, no. He does it all the time. And like I, I love the fact that Shaq, even though he's 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 very loved, very respected in the NBA league, um, Hall of Fame ballot. I mean, he's already in the Hall of Fame. I would assume, presume. Um, the fact that he's like, yo, listen, we're gonna we want to excel with Black Excellence, and the fact that she was on that platform. Hopefully, she goes back for the Spelling Bee Champ to defend her title. She know. has to. It's mandatory. Depend her title. It's mandatory. When you become the champ, nigga, you can't just bow out the next no, year. No, I don't. You I gotta don't, practice. I don't, I don't you, know. I don't know what the rules or regulations are. If there's like an age gap. If you win any maybe. spelling bee, you are you are obligated to come back the following year, even if it's your school spelling bee. No, I'm if you become the top speller mm-hmm. and then you go to regionals mm-hmm. and you win that and then go to nap, nigga, you gotta come back. You have no choice. You gotta. That becomes your life. That's why she's impressive because she's filthy at basketball. She can spell and she can do simple math in her head like a goddamn penny and chip. And penny and chips were invented at the turn of the millennium. She's one of those gems that she's not gonna be a whisper in the wind, or she's not gonna be forgotten tomorrow. She's like, Candace, I'm gonna give you two numbers. What is forty-two times six? Very soft-spoken. Forty-two times average student. Your average student, and Brie, I'm sure you can mm. possibly relate because you do most of the work with kids. And um, she, honestly, she was a sweetheart. And like, I really wanted to, I, I really generally love to see her go to a certain, go to a college, excel in her basketball skills in college and see her in the league. Because that's her dream. What like did she that. say she wanted to go? She wanted to go, uh, she looked at Candace and laughed because um, she grew up with the team. It wasn't Seattle. It was something else. I know it was a West Coast team. It doesn't matter. She's going to... Wherever she wants to go, she's, she's going to get She's going to be taken care of. They're going to want her there. No, of course. And they're going to protect her. Of course. And that's the one thing 
about higher education that I do like, even though a lot of it is trash. Mm-hmm. If you're that exceptional mm-hmm. and you are that fucking just great, you are, no one can touch you. I never saw Emma Watson when she was at Brown here. I tried to. Niggas like, oh, Emma Watson was just on Third Street. Really? Where? I would just, yo, you got money? Yo, I'll give you five. Let's drive to there. I don't even want nothing. I'm trying to see Emma Watson. I could not find that bitch to save my <laughs> life. I tried to find that bitch. I tried. With everything in me, I tried to find Emma Watson walking down Third Street, walking down motherfucking Waterman. I tried to find this bitch. When she was at Brown getting her education, I never found her. Niggas was like, oh, she's going to be at this party. I went to the party, stayed the whole night. Never saw this bitch not one time. And it's not that I didn't see a bunch of white women. I didn't see her. Mm. Maybe I did, and I just didn't know that she was that. She was just ordinary. But I tried. She is going to be so good. Zayla Avant-Garde. Zayla Avant-Garde is going to be so good wherever she goes. She's royalty now. She's royalty because she's the first ever African-American to win the Crips National Spelling Bee. That in itself is like, oh, my God, bow down, sis. I can only imagine. I got to the regionals and thought I was that nigga. And I lost in, like, the fifth round. You went all the way to the Nationals, and you won that bitch. When When you can hoop your ass off and you can do math, you can math better than niggas ever mathed in their whole math in life. That's crazy. I'm not worthy. Bree's not worthy. Red Velvet's not worthy. But not worthy. You do whatever you want. If she's my kid, I go to bed before her. And she tucks me in. That's real shit. That's real shit. You can tuck me in, my nigga. Because I can't spell the words that you can spell. I can't calculate my fucking taxes in my head. This <laughs> girl straight up said... It's a uh, 900 What the fuck? What are you, a witch? <laughs> How do you know this? I am a witch. like, she, he can't do it. He got you. She got you, Dwayne. She got you, D-Wade. <laughs> Shut your goofy ass up, Shaq. She got you, too. She asked you to spell fantastic, nigga, and you spelled it with a K. This ain't the spray, nigga. This is the actual word. <laughs> oh, <man>. Yo, when Je- <laughs> But anyway, um, yeah, shout out to her, man. She's incredible. She's incredible. Makes me so proud, and it just, it kind of just, yeah. Then the word, blow, blow with the Siog. She said, your word is blow with the Siog. Shaq was like, what? That's not a word. Yeah, nigga, it's a word. What the fuck? Anyway, um, shout out to her. She's amazing. Last topic of the night. Uh, a not so fan favorite of the podcast, <laughs> Kevin Samuels, the godfather of relationships and all things gender related, had a Instagram live on Tuesday that he published on Wednesday with none other than the great the great queen Queen Radio herself Nicki Minaj it's an 18 minute 18 minute live did you guys watch it 
Yeah. Bree, you watched it? Cool, you watched it? Bree, why don't you kick us off? <laughs> this is our last topic of the night, y'all. So, for me, it was interesting. to Because I feel like Nicki Minaj asks such dumb questions. She's dumb, but continue. It's your turn. Sweet brother Noomsay. And I was like, wait, isn't that common sense? But it's like she doesn't get it. And Kevin Samuels was mad patient with her because he rated her a nine. And he <laughs> won this one at nine. So Yeah, he, he rated her a nine because he knows that's about his ratings. Right. Mm-hmm. He wants to be happy. Yeah, he, <laughs> that's the only guest that he's ever had. What did he have? Um, what's he called? Um, Barbies. The Barbies. He ain't stupid. He know. Oh shit! This is the exposure barbs. for me. The Barbs. He know. Like, all right, I'm gonna play this game. He ain't stupid. He know. But continue. I I'm not sure if it was like set up to be that way. The I don't know. No, Nikki is just stupid. I agree with you. But I want you to like get me get to the meat and potatoes. Why were you upset? Because she set your gender back seventeen years? I wasn't necessarily upset. I was kind of like What the fuck? Disappointed. And Nikki? I was too. Yeah. But I wasn't though, because I know she was was an idiot. You hate to be right. <laughs> that makes sense. Kevin Samuels or her? No, me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You hate to be right about her stupidity. I got you. You definitely defended her. You defended her when I was bigging up Cardi over her three years ago or four years ago, however long it was. You defended Nikki a lot. I feel like with certain people, it's just the. Just because they're not saying something in a way that you're used to doesn't mean they're still like not <clears throat> not saying something, you know. Word. But um, Kevin is an interesting dude because he he showed a different perspective of himself in that in that video, and I was like, hmm, I was like, that's interesting because. None of the videos that I've seen has he bigged up black women like he <laughs> claims he did, did does in that video. And when I see a Kevin Timmons video, I go straight to his page to watch it because I want to hear it from the horse's mouth. Like to me, that's a part of good research is like understanding what somebody's saying that you said by watching what, exactly what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's bigged up women of color. And I saw the video that they were referring to where the white woman came on there and thought she put shit on you beneficial star and like the rest of y'all Liz and all that. He he checked up. He picks up black women all the time. And he also keeps the same energy with black men. He did it this week. There was a young nigga on there with three kids and he was like complaining about women. He's like, bro, you need to wear two condoms when you have sex. (laughs) <laughs> Straight up. I'm not even joking. I was going to send that to y'all, but I that's a lot. 
I sent y'all four videos this week. That's a lot. He was like, I'm concerned, my man, that you out here asking about women. And you 20, you, he said you're 25 or 26. And you got three kids. He said, you need to wear two condoms the next time you have sex. Y'all were here asking about women. You're essentially a woman. Because mm-hmm. the kids are, are with you. He said, first and foremost, you got to get you a second job. You got to get up to 60 hours a week. And you got to start working at least 60 hours a week. You're doing good now because you got a roommate. He said, I'm a fan of single men having three roommates. I was like, what the fuck? And he just told this nigga how he felt. So, not to like take away from what you're trying to say. This nigga... Holds men accountable just as much, and he ta- he definitely bigs up black he women. Shot, he shot There's just a lot of black women that go on there knowing exactly what he's what about, what his platform represents, and they do exactly what they know is gonna make them popular, and they go against the grain and say some fuck shit. Nikki was like, "Oh, I need you on Queen Radio in the next month." She'll put him on Queen Radio. And the conversation is going to be the same. He ain't going to go off on her because she's already established. You know what I'm saying? Do you think she's just trying to speak the language of her audience? She's trying to. That's why she reached out. And when she brings him on Queen Radio, she's going to double down on that. That makes it less disappointing. I mean, she... she but she's not as smart as him. He's smart. He's a smart nigga. Yes, but you... When you're smart in different areas... He was in a music video not recently. I'm not pretty sure... I'm pretty sure that Kevin Samuels... Can't lay down the track the same way Nicki Minaj can, but you say he's, even, he's smart even. in one area, she's smart in another area. Of course, but she's a be- she's a brilliant businesman as an entertainer. But what Karen's saying is he's playing it smart because he just got featured in a music video not too long. What ago. music video are you talking about? Uh, just recently, matter of fact, I peeped it earlier today, and I was like, "Yo, what the fuck? This nigga's in a music video." Like he's he's getting he's getting he's getting recognized outside what of his music, YouTube page. Music video with who? Uh, an artist we never heard of. No, it's a common artist. I want to say Future, if not If Future threw that nigga in a video, that just um, further doubles doubles down on how trash that nigga is, and how much he he's not trying anymore. But um, yeah, like Nikki, she she asked stupid questions, but he dealt with it because she's Nikki fucking Minaj. Like you have a platform. How many followers she got on IG? 30 million, 40 million, 50 million? Like, he just ignored it because he knows that's an opportunity for him. And he should. He fucking should. She was like, so I see you. I see you. You you do this and you do that. And he was like, well, the questions I usually ask is, how old are you? Dress size? Are you married? How much do you make? Da, da, da. And she's like, hmm, dress size. I think a four. Nikki, get the fuck out of You are not a four. With them fake titties and that fake ass. You are not a four, bitch. Uh, no, not she's fake. not a four, nigga. What's wrong with you? I don't think it's fake, though. That bit. What, the ass? Yeah, I think She so. admitted it. She paid for both of them things. Or tree. The titties I, are fake. I the ass is fake. The hips are fake. I the stomach is fake. Over here talking about. How many how many times a week do you think uh, is enough sex? One hundred and seventy three million followers. Look at look at that. 
He ain't stupid. <laughs> yeah. He ain't so stupid. So Kevin Samuel started in a new feature music video for an unreleased song title called Worst Day and says it should be out before Valentine's Day. Who? By who? <laughs> future. I knew it was going to be my future. I knew it was future. Of course, because that's your spirit, then, bitch nigga. Hey, listen. I, it's, why you got to be a bitch nigga because he's my spirit animal? You've been a bitch nigga. Here's the thing. Wow. Kevin Samuels has some... That's crazy. Kevin Samuels has some good takes on common sense shit. Yes. However, he goes overboard. Not all the time. It's a lot. Depen- Kevin well, Samuels goes overboard. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. From one so, side to the other. I don't agree with Hold that on. At all. The reason why I disagree is because I saw this clip earlier today. And he Kevin, Kevin Samuels tells a young black man he's not ready for marriage. Guys, there's nothing wrong with not being ready. Play it. Hold on, hold on. I'm about to play it right it's now. It's not what you say, but how you say it. Oh, I look like a tiger, but I have the mindset of a lion. Like, I, I'm struggling with that. You're 27. You're neither. I'm neither. Mm-hmm. I what's understand the, what's the oldest woman you've ever dated? 22. There you go. You're 27, and they're 22. Yeah. You're neither. See, what you guys are trying to do is you're you're not even at that. You're not even 30 years old yet, and you're calling yourself stuff that you're not. Are you ready to be a husband? Mentally, I I would say I'm like 70. Look here, man. See, the first the fact of the matter that you even had to split this into categories says no. Why can't you just accept the fact that you're not ready? Yeah, I know I'm not ready. I know. Then get out of the conversation. You're not in a husband relationship conversation. So why are you trying to get women to look at you in a way that you're not? Because those are my goals for the future, and I understand. Mother French toast. I don't care about your future. It's eight years away. Okay. What'd your daddy say about it? What's that, my dad? What does your dad say about this? I love what he asked. I don't. I don't speak to my father. Thank you, because you're going at this conversation like a bitch. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, 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 like I a woman. Because I kept. How many times have I said I've had to raise my voice and got to a place where I'm chastising? Because I've told you, you're not ready yet. I understand that. You're trying, and this is what happens to so many young black men because we don't have fathers and we're not juniors. We are trying to become men before time, and we think we're trying. We're trying to do all this stuff too soon. You're not ready. It's a goal of yours. If you're in the fourth grade and a goal of yours is to go to college, you don't start filling out fucking applications. <laughs> Guys, there is nothing wrong with not being ready. It's it's not your turn to start. <laughs> I was the assistant drum major before I was a drum major. I wanted to run it, but it wasn't my turn. It's not your turn. It's not your turn. <laughs> hey, hey, Bree. Yeah. He's, he's balanced. Yeah, he's balanced. He's fair as fuck. That was last week, nigga. Well, listen. He said, you and your dad. I don't speak to my no. father. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, You're going one. about this like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. He would never talk to a woman like that. Never. There's no bias. It's like, it's real shit. That the y'all, 27. How old is the, the oldest woman? 22. Exactly, nigga. Right. What are we talking about? Because when you start dealing with queens like you, 
that have their shit together, educated, business degree, work, career, all that. What the fuck is a 25-year-old nigga going to say to you? Not a goddamn You're thing. wearing the sweatpants in that relationship. You're wearing the glasses, the Fitbit, the, the whole thing. They're going to cater to you. If you date a nigga whose full-time job is Instacart, you think <laughs> that nigga got to say on where you going on your next date? Yo, Bree, if that's the case and you really feel that way, you can kiss my ass respectively. There's no way. You make you make all the fucking decisions. And that's what he was getting at. You're 27, dating a 22-year-old. Nigga, you're older than her. She don't know who the fuck she is. She don't know what the fuck she wants. But if you're dating a 39-year-old woman who makes six figures, has three kids, divorced, is your 27-year-old ass going to be appealing to her? If the answer is yes, then how? I need to know how. He asked everybody, all these niggas, the same questions, bro. This nigga made himself look crazy. Go ahead. Get your shit off. He didn't make himself look crazy. He said, nigga, he said, how old is the oldest woman you dated? He said, 22. He said, exactly. You've been out here manipulating girls. Little ass girls. You're a bitch. He said, you've been going at it like a bitch. And he said, that's because you don't got no fuck. And he even says it. I didn't. I, I, I grew up single mom. I didn't know my father like that. I love him for saying that because Steph is cold and all these other YouTube niggas, they don't talk like that. Steph is cold is only 23 years old. He got more followers than this, than this nigga Kevin. He's giving him He's 24. He don't know shit about nothing. All he knows is that he got big shoulders, six pack, and he wears a do-rag in every video because he know he handsome. But he doesn't have... He doesn't even have 3% of the life experience that Kevin Samuels had. This nigga just beat cancer three years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to... Like, he looked like he was about to die in the last video he made in 2019. I'm not about to turn my back on that nigga. But go ahead, Queen. It's your, it's your, it's your shit. Oh, excuse me. I notice a difference in the way that Kevin Samuels speaks to females who are deemed conventionally conventionally attractive and how he speaks to females who are not deemed conventionally attractive and there's a stark difference. Is that because... And that's my, my issue with Kevin Samuels. I think that's wrong. I think you're, you saw how he treats women that have power and status versus women that don't. Because there's a lot of women that go on there that he talks down on. And I agree I agree with you. But I think that your your your, your analysis is wrong. He talked to Bree, not Bree, he talked to Nikki the same way he would talk to anybody who has more money than him, more worth, more value, more all that. He talked to her exactly how he was supposed to. He catered to her feelings, he catered to her emotions, and he played it coy, very coy. But a run-of-the-mill Instagram bitch who has 5 million followers, who's just an IG model, who may have or may not have you know, 80K in the bank. He's not going to treat them the same as he treats Nicki fucking Minaj. Who sought him out and was like, yo, I need you to do this live for me. My fans have been asking. I need to go on. And I've been watching you, so I need you to do this live with me. I want. I have questions. You know what I'm saying? You're not wrong. I agree with you. He definitely treated her better than he's ever treated any female guest ever on his private, like, 
you pay him through the uh, Patreon and you get in the little fucking wait list and then he comes on and he gives you like 15, 20 minutes of his time. He asks you all the questions. He talks with you, blah, blah, blah. Like he definitely treated Nikki better than he's treated anybody that ever came on that list. I agree with you. One million percent. But he even treated... He even treats guys better than I've ever seen him treat a female on that podcast. Because at least when he tells that you, nigga that we just heard the shit, when he's telling you something, he's at least explaining to him what's happening. I've seen him degrade females and just talk around them like they're not just sitting there. Bree, I think that the, your bias towards this nigga is coming out because he does the same shit with both genders. I ain't even gonna hold you. There are women that come on there to fuck with him. Oh, I know. I see those. That's that, those are the ones he gives the energy you're talking I about. I don't have a problem with those. The women who aren't ready for what he's about to give them back, he doesn't do that to them. He only gives that energy to the to the women that go in there like, who the fuck are you with your glasses? And you ain't even that handsome. And your suits ain't even that expensive. He only does that to those type of women. I'm telling you, I I listen, I made us literally watch Kevin Samuels content for like three months on this podcast. From April of last year to June. Legit. And then once I started seeing, oh my God. Once I started seeing the pattern of these bitches going on there literally so they can argue with him, so they can go viral, I was like, yeah, I don't want to watch it no more. It's the same shit. I'm telling you, he has way more respect for women of color than you're giving him. I it's- it, it is because you're saying that I'm he. Not saying that you're saying he talks down and he doesn't give them the same respect as he gives men. That is not true at all, and it's not because I'm a man and he has a, a dick and balls like I have a dick and balls. I'm telling you legit, women go out of their way. It's like, oh, I'm a pretty bitch. I'm a nine out of ten. I'm a ten out of ten, and I got twenty five thousand followers. Let me go on this shit, and he'll let them come on because they have followers. And if he, if he lets a bad bitch come on and think and she got 300K followers and he got a million, he know at least half of her followers are going to be listening to the to the live. And he's going to let her ask a question. He always said, what's your question? He asked Nikki, what's your question? Her question was, well, I just hear a lot about you, so I just kind of want to tell me your process. She even had no question. And then Nikki ended up sounding just as dumb as all the other bitches that go on there. And that's the queen of rap. That's supposed to be like Cardi's bar, City Girls bar, Megan the Stallion bar. She's the bar for everybody. She went on there looking just as basic as the rest of these hoes. So what is that nigga supposed to do? He didn't ask for that. She asked for it. And was like, I want you on Queen Radio in a month. That's how she ended it. She was like, oh my God, Kevin. Oh my God, Kevin. I want you back here on Queen Radio in a month. So I never said that Kevin Samuels hated black women. Well, you said he talks I to them crazy. That he, you he said value, he talks to them crazy. He values men more than he does women. I, that's cap. Is what I'm saying. He strikes me as the type of person who... Like... He can't stand a lot of these bitch-ass niggas. <laughs> but I'm going to pee. Even in the way he delivers it, though, he doesn't... He's not going to talk... He's talking to the person instead of, like, around and at the person when he talks to guys. So when he talks to females, he's like, you can't make... Like, he, he's like, you can't make this shit up because they're... 
no, this is a this and this is a that. And you, you're telling me that this is a this in this world and they don't know why X, Y, and Z. That's wild to me. See the type of world that we live in? You know, understand what I'm saying? He doesn't do that with guys. What he does with guys is he says, you're dumb because of here's, here's why. I'll say this from my personal take from when I seen Kim Samuels, when I first found out about Kim Samuels. When I first found out about him, he used to belittle a lot of black men or minority men in general. You knew X, Y, and Z, so on and so forth, blah, blah, blah. Anytime, I want to say earlier in his career or earlier the, during the time period, with any minority woman, he used to big, big themselves up like, okay, I see where you're going with, so on and so forth. The narrative changed where now it's more predominantly women versus men. And that was the most recent one that I heard as far as men-wise. And it was like, yo, listen, like, I'm going to tell you like your daddy. You might not like what I agree with, but this is what I'm going to say with. With women, I think he doesn't come off as soft. With women, he doesn't explain to them what's wrong. He has. No, he doesn't explain to them what's what's wrong. What he does with guys, he tells them exactly what is wrong. With women, he spends the majority of the time belittling them. I... I think he, um, I most definitely think he has because there was a clip and I can't remember the specific person that he was speaking with. He has, and his thing was like, okay, this is X Y Z problem, and he came from a very soft spoken spot. I don't know how what the age difference was or what the uh, how long the video was. I don't know if it was right at the beginning when he first started, where he was bigging up women, or currently right now as we speak now. But he has big up women. Was like, yo, listen, I'm not gonna yes, belittle you. He's he's gonna big up women. And the f- black women in the face of like a white woman trying to go go nuts on black no. women because he's black first. Majority, majority of the women that he's done that I seen it was all minority and majority I'll say all minority if not black and literally bigged them up and was like yo listen like this is what the issue is and I think one the most recent one I always find <laughs> I always find it funny because to me it was just comical with the fact it was like oh well what, what's your height how many kids you have how much do you weigh well that's the reason being. Then there was another woman that was like, okay, well, this is why my dating problem was. And he came from a very soft-spoken, soft-spoken heart. He was like, okay, this is what the did issue. He rate her? Excuse me? What did he rate her? He did, no, he did a he video chat. He doesn't rate them. He didn't rate them. You he did a video himself. chat. He did a whole video chat. He asked you the questions. It was like, okay, well, this is the actions. When he responds to whatever they rate themselves, he asked more questions. Which There's, tells you how he rates them. Which tells find you find if their level of rating themselves was too high. Hold on. Let me let's see if I can find the clip. How he responds to it. I was in the bathroom peeing. I don't even know what you're saying. No, I was... So, I you're was st- saying that... Are you still mad at Kevin? No, no, no. So I'm not yeah, mad at him. Disappointed. Like a better term. But, I would say this. My whole thing is, I don't think he's fully bad. I just think that there's, there's certain shit... You think he's biased? he shouldn't do. He, you think he's biased? And I think you're biased and you're biased against him. I want to see some justification. Because there's been times where he bigged up. He what bigged is your up. justification? Hold on. I'm I, don't think to... you've, I don't think you really paid attention to like how he's dealt with men and women individually. I don't think you've watched <laughs> the process because the questions are the same. What was the, the one that we watched that we still laughed at? Oh, my God. The one that we listened <laughs> on the podcast, he was like, yo, how tall are you? 5'5". Five, five. How much do you weigh? 215 or 225. He said, what do you work uh, Bank of America. How much money you make? Uh, yeah. about twenty an hour. Oh, AT and T, nigga. Yeah, AT and T, AT and T. Um, yeah. and so he asked another question. He yeah. was like, 
He said, so you're, so you're short, you're fat, and you're, you're overweight. <laughs> he, he got three strikes against you. You got to pick a strike. <laughs> you got to pick a strike. I never heard him talk like that to a woman on on it. Ne- he's never said baby. He's he's been no. He's been he's, he's been never hard. said he's been, that. He's because he harsh. knows he'll get canceled. He's been he's harsh. just a YouTube nigga, bro. He's been and, there's no fucking way. He said he said you. Oh, he, the fourth question was you got a big dick, and he's like, oh well. He's you, like you, you know you know. He said you know if you got a big dick. I know I got a big dick. You know. He says, so, so you're short, you're fat, and you're over, and you got a little dick. He can't have three struggles. Three strikes against you, yo. That nigga torture He said you can't have three struggles. You can't have three strikes. Yo, hear another grown-ass man tell another grown-ass man, <laughs> I can't have three strikes against me. I have a little dick. I'm below average height <laughs> as a black man, and I have an eight-shit job. Like, bro, you... <laughs> You fucking all three playing fields. Now, with yeah. the with the women aspect, I feel like Will Smith. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You can't be, you can't be short, overweight, and have a little dick. You gotta pick a struggle, nigga." Yeah. He said that to that nigga yeah. like he was his dad. I'm and sorry. And I felt I was like, ooh. If any of my mentors ever said that, nigga, I'd be dead. I'd walk right off the Jamestown Bridge into the water, and i just dead. You'll never hear from me again. Bro, that shit was funny. He said, you're short. He said, you're short, fat, and you got a little dick. You got to pick a struggle. You can't be all three. <laughs> what the fuck? He said, nigga. He said, bro, you got three kids. Most often, very different. If you are not productive and or competitive, that's successful. I gotta Why should women care about what you think? And the reality is, gentlemen, they shouldn't care what you think. No, is it this? Right or wrong. This ain't about right or wrong. It's about. That's some new shit. That's uh, he. No. He's like. Like I. He's fresh off of beating cancer in that video. I can understand a lot of stuff that Kevin Samuel said. It's not. Oh, sorry. And at 34 years old, that's your responsibility to address. It's nobody's concern but your own. No one cares what you did not have. That's your problem. That's it. I didn't have a father. That's my problem. Everybody got something. How tall are you? I'm only five five. Just turned you know what what you Um, I, I'm overweight. I'm working on it. Right okay, okay. You got two struggles already. You can't be short and fat. <laughs> <laughs> two strikes. <laughs> Bree, you were saying? What were you saying? What are you saying about <laughs> not being fair and all that? Yeah. Bias against women, Kevin Samuel. I was saying he speaks directly to the guy. When it comes to females and how he speaks to them, if they say something that he doesn't like, he speaks around them. Because they can't handle it if it's directed towards them. I heard you when you said that in the bathroom, and I wanted to hear you say it again. Yeah. How does he know that? 
He does know that because he knows women. No, there's no way. Because if you you are an aberration, we're gonna go right back to me complimenting you, so we can shut all of this down. But here's the thing: there ain't no here's the thing. We can use a paintbrush to paint anything. So if we're talking about women in general, you can't say men in general. You can't say women in general. You can't do that. You cannot make generalizations. Big dog. And I feel like. Big dog. Evan Samuels mm-hmm. makes generalizations no, about women. That's incor- that's incorrect, big dog. Here's why it's incorrect. Because every time in the past when he first started doing when he tr- when he transitioned and shifted his page to focus specifically on having the conversation with women, he got murdered right. whenever he directly told them, You're overweight. Where's your mother? Do you have a grandmother? Is she still alive? He got murdered because women can't handle that type of talk. So he switched the narrative. He started asking more questions, making less assumptions. And the format that he had with the men, he kept out with the men. Because men are going to be like, what the fuck you doing, Kevin? What you talking about? No. You're fat and you're overweight and you're short. You already got two struggles. Two strikes, nigga. Pick one. Period per. Period, poo, purr, bitch. Purr, purr, you can purr. Lose, you can lose the weight. Every time he did that with a woman straight to their face and was like, oh, so you're overweight. I don't get why you come You want to be mad. No, 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 no. Because. No, no, no. Wait, cool. Oh, so you're a size 16 and you want a husband. What man wants a size 16 wife? He used to talk like that to these women. You already have one kid and now you're a size 16. What six-figure man is going to want you? He was talking to them like this. He got bodied. And this is the this is the thing, like, people don't do all their research. They don't do all their due diligence. I watched all of this shit. Even when he was doing that, he was talking around it. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. I'm telling you, he was speaking directly, you're overweight. You're not smart enough to get a high value man. He was talking to women like this. And because he was talking to women so directly, they were like, we need to cancel this nigga, Kevin Samuels. We don't know who the fuck he is. This so-called dating coach, da-da-da-da-da. He wasn't talking around them. He was like, you, man, Kayla, you're not smart enough for a high-value man. You are not intelligent enough to have a man that makes six figures. uh, Jaina, you are not in enough shape. You're not small enough. To be, he was saying this to them. This is not hyperbole. Again, you can go back and look at when he I'm started. I'm not saying that it is. I'm saying my problem. With You're saying he's talking Samuels. around them. He he's talking around them now, as a result of almost my being. My problem Ken- with Kevin Samuels is that for someone who talks so much to women, he doesn't know how to talk to women. He's going from one now. You're switching it. Now you're switching it. But that's, not, no, that's the same thing. No, it's not. If you're, if no, it's you're not. talking you're switching someone, the, you're, you're talking, moving the goalposts but, now. Regardless of if you say he's talking down to someone or he's talking to, to someone disrespectfully, guys understand different forms of communication differently. You're not wrong. Guys like when but you're also you're also moving your argument. It went no, from I'm not. you're also you're moving from he was talking around women, and I told you I explained to you I gave you specific examples of him saying things to women that was so direct and so disrespectful. That niggas was about to cancel him. And now you're saying he doesn't know how to talk to women at all. None That's two different arguments. No, but I'm going to let you continue. Go ahead. None of those forms of communication are effective when talking to women. What forms? Either not talking around them 
and not and not talking direct clearly because I I just there's a difference between what you perceive as direct. Think about how you speak to females. You don't speak to females the same way you speak to males. No, I talk to everyone the same because I'm Ole. I talk to everyone the same. I express myself when I'm talking to somebody. I'm expressing myself. I'm not gonna. Is it no? Is it okay in society to speak to a female the same way you would speak to a male? All y'all niggas is niggas. Society, there is a difference. There's a difference, but a nigga is a nigga to me. So how are females taught to be communicated, communicate and be communicated too? And they don't even taught to communicate and be communicated too. They don't even if want you're gonna that. sit there and say that you're talking to this many females, if you haven't figured out yet how to talk to females, you don't care what it takes to talk to females. Who are you talking you about? You don't give a fuck. Kevin Samuels. Okay. <laughs> Jigging. I hear you, Bri I I'm here. I'm with you. I'm listening. But am I say, making sense? No, like, I hear your point, and I if you're and you're doing, doing, you are making sense. If you're doing, is if your ways first of communicating with females are, are two things that are going to come off as disrespectful, disrespectful to females, right? And chores, <laughs> chores. Because I watched his recent videos too. And I've watched his old videos. I don't like the way he communicates with women. That's it. So say that. You're biased. Am I biased? Yeah. Or is he a bad communicator? Mm-hmm. And is he, is. he biased? Because if you can tell guys the truth and figure out, you know. He tells women the truth you, too, but though. But you know inherently how to deal with communicating with guys. Don't talk to women if you don't inherently know how to That's, talk to wait, women. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. That doesn't I, make I get sense. Her, I get her point because... It's not valid. Wait, hold on. Wait a minute. I get her point. Mm-hmm. This is where I get her point. There have been times where me and myself and you talk, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to come at you I'm because I'm going to keep it 100. Da, da, da. Even though it might, subconsciously it's harsh, but I know it's coming from a place of comfort. Co- place of love, not comfort. Not love, love. It's always love. uncomfortable to hold yeah, somebody accountable. But... Mm-hmm. On the flip side, it's like some people don't digest that way. No, everybody but... This is the thing about criticism. All the people that are close to you take it the worst. Strangers take it the best. And this is the this is why I'm not agreeing to this bullshit. Like, I've watched this guy 300 times talk to men and women. There is no validity to the statement that this guy doesn't know how to talk to women because he's talking around them. I seen him speak directly to women and say, "Yo, this is why you're not married. This is why you're still single." And guess what? The response is just as it's there's so much vitriol when he says the same fucking thing. This is why you'll never ever be an alpha nigga. This is why you don't have. This is why your punk ass is only dating twenty year olds. Because you're 27, you got two kids, and you don't even know how to be a man. The response from a man is like, whoa, wow, goddamn. The response of women is like, what the fuck? We're not moving the goalposts based on gender. You do this all the fucking time, nigga. You're moving the goalposts, and you're changing the narrative. You went from this nigga doesn't know, this nigga talks to men and women differently to now, all of a sudden, he doesn't know how to speak to women at all. Those are two different arguments. And you did that in five minutes. Because as soon as I cooked your ass with real examples of how women, he's talked to women on the, you, we've watched videos. 
We literally watched videos of him talking to five men and five women on this podcast or in prep for this podcast. You did not have that take six months ago. Now, all of a sudden, he doesn't know how to talk to women. As soon as I give you examples of how he legit doesn't talk around but talks directly to, now, all of a sudden, he doesn't know how to talk to women at all. And he's being phony. Make up your mind. Which one is it? Which one is it? Does he not know how to talk to women? Is he talking around them? What is it? I don't get I like what what are you what talking you about? What I understand is that both is true. That's not true at all. You want both to be true because you're biased. You acknowledge that there's a different way that men take things and a different way that women take things. Am I wrong? You're right about that. If you go on to take on the public perception that you can you are a style consult uh Stylist, image consultant, excuse me, yeah, yeah. an image consultant that has worked with both men and women, and you get on, on a broadcasted thing, and you don't know how to talk to women. The first thing you tried and the second thing you tried were trash because you don't know how to talk to women. You know how to talk to men. What was, what, what was trash? See, like, that's the part that I'm going to hold you like What are you talking about? What was trash? What you consider straight talk is straight talk from a man to a man. It's not straight talk from a man to a woman. No, straight talk is straight talk. If I tell you exactly how I'm feeling, I'm being straight with you. I don't give a fuck about your gender. You take it how you take it. That's the thing. Niggas want to break things into these categories. It's like the whole Jewish thing all over again. Straight talk. If I say, yo, Bree, I don't fucking like you. Cool, I don't fucking like you. It's the same shit. I don't care if he has a dick and you have a vagina. It's the same shit. We're not doing this whole breakdown. No, you receive it how you want to receive it. You might receive it like a female. He might receive it like a female. Or he might receive it like a man. But I just said, I don't like you. I don't fuck with you. I don't fuck with you. It's the same phrase. You react to it however you want to react to it. We're not doing this whole thing where we like, there's no nuance, nigga. He says, you're not worthy of a high-value man. Bung, male. You're not worthy of a high-value woman. It's the same sentence. It's delivered the same way. How the fuck is it different? It's different because of the audience. What's different about the audience? What's different about the audience? Because there's the same amount of men. There's 2,000 people that watch every Kevin Samuel live, right? Let's say one day it's 1,500 men. The next day it's 1,500 women. But there's 2,000 people in every fucking live on every Discord. It's the same people that are watching this shit. We're not watching it. We're not tuning in. We're not paying for that bullshit. But it's the same people. So how is the message different? It's the same shit. I guess. It's the same shit. If I sit there and tell a guy, you're not worthy of a high-value woman, you'll never get a fucking woman that makes six figures because you're not worth it. You're not worthy of it. You You didn't work hard enough. You're not in a place in your life where you deserve that. Blah, blah, blah. And in the same fucking breath, in the same paragraph, I say the same shit to a woman that's in the same fucking Zoom line waiting to be on the screen because that's how he does it. And I say the same shit about you as a woman, but about men. How is that different? Mm. It's the same shit. He literally says, bang, today I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to talk to six men on Zoom. You paid 50 bucks. I'm giving you 15 minutes. If it goes over, it goes over. But the other niggas, they sit in that fucking waiting room. And he talks one to one to one to one to one to one. Six women 
You paid 50 bucks on my fucking, uh, what's it called? Not Discord. The, the, the YouTube shit that niggas pay for now. Um, Goddamn, Joe Button's podcast. They use it. Twitch? No, not Twitch. Fucking, uh, whatever that shit. It don't even matter, nigga. You pay. So, but like, so you got the YouTube, P- Paragon, Parentheon, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. You pay for that shit. Man or woman, doesn't matter. He says, I'm going to take six men on Tuesday, six women on Wednesday. Same fucking topic, theme. You come in, you ask whatever questions you want. You get 15 minutes because you pay me. Bang, bang, bang. He does the exact same thing. The delivery for the men is way more harsh than it is for the women. Or it's the same exact level of harshness. What is the issue? You're saying the issue is he talks to the women like he doesn't know how to talk to the women. He's talking around the subject. But I've seen 50 million videos of this nigga talking to the women just as harsh as he talks to the men. And so isn't it isn't it safe to say that even just a little bit? Aren't there more than two ways to communicate? There's plenty of ways to communicate. But there's also implicit bias based on gender. And I think you're biased because of your gender. You know what? That's fine. And you'll probably try to say, no, I think you're biased because you're but no, I literally see him talk to both genders the same fucking way. And all the genders in between too. It's fine. Nobody gets special treatment. I don't understand where this is coming from with you. I don't get it. Because you're like, oh, yeah, he talks around women. No, he doesn't. He talks to women the same way he talks to men. He talks to women more than he talks to men. He's been talking to women the last three years. He hasn't been talking to men as much as nearly as much as he's been talking to women. Because women are paying his bills. So for you to say that he's talking around them is nuts. He didn't talk around Nikki. He pandered to her. Sure, but he pandered to her because she has 187 million followers. You said it yourself. He knows that if he shits on her the way that he shits on every other woman that he's ever been on live with, his profile goes down. Why would he think about that? Why would he be strategic about that if he knows that if he shits on Nicki Minaj or Cardi B or whoever the fuck, his profile goes down because he knows he gives nothing but straight talk. To everybody, nigga. That's it, dog. There's nothing else to discuss. Okay, I don't need you to agree with my opinion because it's mine. It's wrong, I though. It's wrong. It's a wrong opinion. opinion because an it's, opinion it's opinion is an opinion. Opinion is I understand where you come from. Nigga, let her finish However, up. She, you she can, more than grown to. You can disagree if you like to. And I'm okay with that. However, I feel how I feel. Mm. That's a fact. That you got part. that. Can't take away that part. Shut your dumb ass up. Never. Cool. It's okay. Oh, man. Lord have mercy. Cheese and gram. Cheese and crackers. Cheese and crackers. Shakuri. Okay. Shakuri, boy. That was the last topic for the night, huh? I don't know. Was it? Technically, was. You don't know nothing because you don't fucking pay attention. Yeah, to to- you said two, two more topics. Before the um, he told me that was the last topic before the night, technically. And it's yeah, on the past, and I'm sober enough to understand. Oh, bitch, ass. hallelujah! Bitch ass. Bitch ass. <laughs> Check out the silky, mm. Mm, the silky duvet. I hope that that hoe appreciates your silky. Ooh. It does. Ooh, she not a hoe. Not she a hoe. How you know she's uh, a hoe? Sign yeah. off. Uh, I know she a hoe. She's not a hoe. He got his drawstring undone. 
Oh, that's how you know he went to the bathroom. It was Saturday's tied. It's not fully tied. It wasn't. It wasn't tied when you walked in here. It was tied. But sign off, man. Oh. I'm out here, Mr. Incredible, aka Red Velvet. Mm. As some people will know on this platform. On this platform. If you gotta say it, say it right. Red Velvet. Mm. I'll, 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 he's Close playing around. With, he's playing with it. I don't give a damn. I'm out here. <laughs> You guys gotta say it the way. We're here next week. Yeah. Friday. On my bottle week, so we're gonna have actual really good alcohol. Wow. We might even have cupcakes. I don't know. It's Black History Month. We might have we might have black cupcakes, like chocolate cupcakes with chocolate frosting. No, like chocolate cupcakes. No, like chocolate cake. I'm not bringing no yellow cupcakes up in here. You like chocolate cake? I love chocolate cake. Death I by love cho- chocolate no, cake. Death by chocolate is the only chocolate cake I love. That's oh, called chocolate see. cake. You, you don't know how to bake a cake, do you? I no. do know how to bake a cake. No. When's the I last was, time you baked the cake? Yeah. When I did a marble cupcake. When's the last time you baked What year was that? That was 2013. 20... Nope. 14. <laughs> don't laugh, Brie, because this nigga No, I don't go cut. <laughs> he blew one, one year up, which means he's never done it. I used to um, have. So, wow. Brie, sign off. That's wild. Sign off, Brie, Brie. You know what? Ain't this about a bitch? It is. It Son is. of a bitch, I hate him. I hate you too. <laughs> Just like Kevin Samuels. Mother ducks. I'm gonna tuck your black ass. Mother ducks. Mother ducks. Yo, shout out to Goldberg for getting clean because that nigga was really a crackhead. Nigga. Never mind. I'm sorry. They put new teeth in his mouth too. That shit's crazy. It's expensive for them teeth. He ain't even go to Columbia. They did it in the U.S. So I know that was like ten bands. My bad. Bree, go ahead. What you saying? Um. Yep. Yeah. Tell a friend coming. to tell a friend. No, oh, I know okay. what I'm gonna say. Oh my bad. Um, this has been another exciting episode of the Free Game Podcast, hosted by Wole and Bribery and Red Velvet. Here's what I need you to do. Bars, man. And I'm not about to ask for much because, like, you know. People pass it on collection plate around multiple times, and I'm not one to do that. Mm-hmm. I passed the collection plate around once because I believe that the first time you gave it, you could. So here's what I'm asking. Mm. <laughs> I ask is that you tell a friend uh-huh. to tell a friend to tell that motherfucker to tell their mother yeah. on top of bars or the person in their life who talks the most. Mm. There's a lot of them with the bars. Could be their brother. Mm. Let it cook. About the pre-game podcast. Bars, nigga. Bars, bars. Let it come. Um, it costs zero. Zero ninety-nine. Yeah. Nope. Zero zero zero. Well, they here signing off. Shout out to Red Velvet, aka Thompson, aka DJ Incredible. Shout out to Bree Bree, aka Bristol Soldier, aka Bree Bree with the shoulders, aka Bree speaks. Uh, and shout out to me, um, mm. Wole, aka Water Stand Up. Mm. We love y'all. Oh, 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 you forgot one more. I don't have one more. <laughs> Hard be Ricky. He outside. He outside. I'm actually inside this evening. Nope, I don't the eyes tell me different. The RB Freaky's. I don't know what this gentleman is talking about. Uh huh. This man. Y'all have a great fucking weekend. 
Episode 252 of the pregame. We love you. We appreciate you. All of our listeners all over the world. We're fucking international and that shit's still kind of mm, fuck. Fucking international. It still kind of, Sounds it, like RB Freaky kind of, talk. It still kind of mess me up. Messes mm. me up. Mm. Um, but we love y'all, man. And we'll highlight y'all. Till next time. Peace. RB Freaky.